three. Air closer. Yes, that sounded good. That sounded good? That was one of the better ones. Yeah, it was like okay. dead. So I'm pretty sure I can get pretty close. As long as you're happy with it. Okay. Yeah, I can, I can work with this. <laughs> okay. So hello. This is the fifth episode of Finch Owl Pocket SP. Joe Shanley knows it's not the fifth. This is like the third, right? Yeah, it's only the third. How'd you know? I didn't, Check your website, I man. didn't know anyone paid attention to this. Alright, so this is the third episode of Finch Owl Pocket SP. And tonight, we're going to be talking about Squid Kids. Yay. Also, also known as Splatoon. Woo! <laughs> and as always... Actually, I don't know as always. It might change one day. But tonight, I'm your host, Finchykins. I have never introduced myself before, but now you know who I am. Ah. <laughs> I was wondering about that. Yeah. <laughs> and we have, returning from the other two episodes, we have Joe Shanley. Hi. Chaos of Knee. Yeah. Oh, are, are we going to do this again? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 we'll, just, we'll just call you Joe. Okay. That works. Also, from Wonder Dudes and GameSoft World, we have Geen. Hey. Also known as Nick. Hey. We also have Nightmare Bruce. Wow. Hey. Also, oh, hello. <laughs> also known as Jeremy. So hopefully you keep track of those names so you know who all of us are. Mix and match. Everybody's got at least two, I guess. Yeah. So I'm Finch. <laughs> Finch or Finchykins if you couldn't figure that out. All right. So Splatoon. Or Squid Kids. It's a game about squids and kids. Both things. Yep. Mixed things. together in a yeah. like chimera of fun and aquatic life. <laughs> you're a squid now. You're a kid now. You're a kid. You're a squid. You're a kid. You're a squid. It's a game about painting the floors for about a week. And then it's a game about trapping everyone else in their spawn point for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Sawyer's favorite game. Yeah, so it's the world like, is your fence. It's pretty much a um, a game about capturing territory, kind of like Pac-Man. Uh, wait, never what? consider Pac-Man to be a game about capturing your territory. Yeah, yeah, huh. I guess that's. I never thought of it that way. Oh yeah, well that's that's how that's what they call it on Retronauts anyway. I mean, it kind of is though. Like you're going around eating dots, just picking up territory. Right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. You're doing the same in this game, except. You're going around shooting ink everywhere, just painting your environment. I kind of thought of it as like that game Quicks or Kicks, you know, in the arcade by Taito. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you just you outline the place, and wherever you outline, they can't go anymore. Oh yeah, but yeah, it's the same type of thing. I'm kind of thinking it's of it the as exact just same thing. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. So, so Splatoon is a ripoff of Quicks, sir. Definitely. <laughs> but anyway, if you don't know this game. You are a kid squid. You're a sk- squid who turns into a kid. Or a kid who turns into a squid. <laughs> I was going to say, other way around. Squiddo. <laughs> and so the purpose of the game is, like I said, to capture territory. You're going around shooting ink everywhere. And what makes this game really cool from any other type of first person or third type person shooter is that you can, when you turn into a squid, you can swim around in your own ink. Something Freudian about that. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did, I can't think of any other game that does something like that. Can you guys? 
No, it's it's uh, kind of funny how you you basically make your own supply. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, the supply like slowly regenerates over time, or you can dive into your ink, and it'll regenerate faster. Basically, diving into everybody's ink. Yeah. Communal pool. Yeah. That's right. Except you can't dive into the ink of the opposite team. That yeah, that ain't hurt you. you. Can you actually die from that, or does it just take you down to a certain amount of health? I think you could die. No, I'm. That's a good question. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> the action is fast and furious. It's really hard to tell. Yeah, usually when I get stuck in the other team's ink, someone shoots me, and that's when, that's when it's all over. Yeah, because yeah. it slows you down, <laughs> and then you get shot at. Yeah, I, I don't think it kills you. I just think you it's like walking through quicksand at that point. Yeah, I think it just slows you down and saps your energy. Yeah, definitely it damages you a little bit, at least up to a point, because I, I remember just raging at the game for getting one-shotted by like a, uh, I don't know, like a squiffer, not a squiffer, but a... Uh, what do they call that long range? The squelcher. Like that's uh, at least a four shot kill, and it kills me in one shot. So just because I'm standing in the enemy's ink for thirty seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the worst kind of glue trap. Yeah. Where's it going from here? Uh, I think maybe before we go anywhere. <laughs> uh, I think before we continue, we should probably go around the table and clear up Callier Marie team right now. Okay, let's do it. Oh, that's rough. All right, so I'll go first. Marie. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go, Callie. At first, I was just going, you know, like, you know, what subject I liked best during the Splatfest, but by the end, it got a little bit personal. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about you, Joe? Uh, Callie or Marie? Us, gonna make us choose here. This is really rough. I mean, I, I usually go for Callie, honestly. Okay. Hundred percent, Kelly. I'm sorry, hundred percent, right. Marie. Rather. Oh, okay. whoa, whoa. So we're split, oh. split down the we're middle. Split. <laughs> we got ourselves a standoff, boys. Jeez, we got magenta versus green, all settled right down the center. <laughs> <laughs> kind of appropriate that Gene is green. I mean, you know, it just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, Marie is the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is the best. She is. No, like no doubt any about debate it. about this. She no. won. Oh my god. <laughs> Who won? Marie. That's right. Because Marie's the best. No, it just shows that more Splatoon players are dead inside. <laughs> so the Callie and Marie. I'm sure everyone listening to this has played the games that we're talking about. All like two people <laughs> hear about it. But anyway, Callie and Marie serve as the host for the game. Like every time you turn on the game, they talk about the levels and they talk about any new updates and then they go stay fresh (laughs) 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 or however they say it in their squid language their underwater gurbly burbly noise (laughs) but they just like added another element to the game where you started the game and it wasn't like a normal game starting up where you just go to like a title screen it was like something being hosted by these two Pop idols, I guess. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the game has such a style to it. It kind of between. Go ahead, Jake. No, go 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 ahead. I was just gonna say it was kind of like Jet Set Radio, like yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Drawing comparisons to that in the in the beginning. Yeah. Jet Set Radio. I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 Well, before it came out, there was all of those mashups of the Jet Set Radio characters and splatoon characters oh yeah like that was such uh an internet desire 
to huh. have these characters dressed like Gum and Bee. Yeah, and they wanted no the composer Hideki Naguma. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right. You got Naguma. it. Hideki, Na- yeah. So they're trying to get Hideki Naguma to like write music for it, and he's like, "Yeah, ask Nintendo." And so it seemed like there, oh. <laughs> there was almost this campaign. I mean, of course, it wouldn't work, but people wanting him to make music for the next Splatoon game. Yeah, we can't get anything good. Yeah, you know, we can't get uh, we can't get uh, Hideki Naguma doing music for this, and we can't get Danny DeVito as Pikachu. <laughs> I want Peter Falk as Pikachu. But he's dead. I was about to say, is he alive? No, he died a few years ago. Damn. He already recorded the soundtrack, though. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, that was a cool thing. Like, people actually had the shop theme mixed with one of the themes in Jet Grind Radio. You know the one that went, do, 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 do. Yeah. Uh, humming the bass line? Yeah. No. Or is that no, Let Mom Sleep? I think that's no, I think it's Humming no, the Bass line. Right the, the first time. Yeah, but like Splatoon, you're painting things and graffitiing everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, we also have two adorable DJKs. Yeah, that's right. And it has that, that whole style thing going for it. Like a big component of, of Splatoon was like you could get your own, you could actually buy your own clothes in the game. All different yeah. brands, different I mean, styles. Yeah, different brands, different styles, and they all had like a. They, I mean, they added stuff, like they made it so you could respawn faster, or you could run faster. Your shots are stronger, but I honestly didn't care. I just bought the stuff because I liked the way it looked. <laughs> did you guys do about the, do the same thing? I, I cared about what the stats were as well. Oh, I didn't. I didn't give a it shit about combo. the stats. I but I mean, at the time. Stats. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, well, I was just saying, uh, if, I, if I hated the way something looked, though, I refused to use it, no matter how good it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Like that stupid I, alien helmet that you got from one of, I think, the boy amiibo. Yeah. It looks uh, horrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have the one that's a samurai gear, and then the other one, that's the, that's the, uh, the just the, like, the tank-looking armor. Yeah, it was too yeah, man. It looked like shoot man. I don't like yeah, shoot man. Yeah, you saw so many people wearing that robot armor when it came out. <laughs> I hated it. It's terrible. But, Let's take all the personality of the game and just, like, throw it aside. We don't need it. Oh, they shouldn't have even had that in the game. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. It looked like the dude from the cover of, that, of the old Fallout game. Yeah. Yeah, like it did. <laughs> Brotherhood of Steel, dude? Yeah, I know, I know nothing about Fallout, but I always hated that buckethead, dude. You know what's funny, though, about, about, the, about the clothing in this game? I didn't realize this until I was researching beforehand. They, the, the brands actually dictate which of those perks you were mentioning before, like advanced strength and agility, which of those are more likely to appear when it's doing the roulette after they level up. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because so every time you, you uh, have the, the equipment, it's got a certain amount of random slots, and you kind of pop it on, and you know after a certain amount of multiplayer experience points, boom, you get a new skill, but there's a bit of a roulette going. Each one yeah. is set to come with that first skill, but then each additional one is all dependent on, uh, on um, kind of like you know random numbers dictated by the clothing line that's hmm. really cool so that's how people are min-maxing their gear yeah i wonder how they fig- oh okay it's like everything else someone figures it out <laughs> yeah someone always <laughs> figures it out they turned it to some kind of crazy science where they're trying to get you know like the max cp poke gear and then they ruin Ugh. it for everybody yeah figure yeah. out like any saga game uh, yeah <laughs> anything that kawazu had his hands on Nothing makes a game less interesting to me than when people know how it works. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. 
<laughs> it's true. I want it all to be mysterious. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just people know how to wring the fun out of something. You know, yeah. it's just like it's like no, it's like it's a game. Enjoy yourself. Just have fun with it. But it's all about you know how how much can I win? Well, I think yeah. it's, how quickly can I do it? I mean, that's kind of it's enjoyable too. Like just seeing like all sorts of what what's going on behind the scenes. I always like seeing that stuff anyway. Like I, I like it when something isn't stated anywhere, but people figure it out. Now they find they find a way over the wall. Yeah, like I like it when it's something that I don't want to play. But when it's something yeah. that I care about, and I see people that want to devote a lot more time into the nitty gritty, and like like I mean, not to go off topic, but like Pokemon is a great example of this. The more complex each Pokemon game has become, and hidden stats and ways to breed them and god knows what else <laughs> like Man. the more uninterested i am in that franchise that's exactly yeah. how i feel with uh, smash brothers yeah same thing yeah exactly i mean like in smash brothers i don't care i'm just playing the game i don't <laughs> yeah. i don't play it for glory or whatever i just play it because it's for fun, fun for me yeah well i mean at least with smash brothers i can ignore it and still enjoy myself yep. and i can still feel like a king because i know how to dodge when most people don't you know when most casuals don't know how to dodge oh we'll grab casuals. yeah we're seeing <laughs> who's casual and who's not but it seems Drop like the, the book the the stats in this game don't really matter as much in others though they're just like no not really some no. bonuses so yeah, a few stats that really do matter like more dramatically than others that's why I don't care about anything I pick up in the game except for fast respawn because I know I'm gonna die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I've seen um, yeah. I've seen people talking about it before. I want to say I can't remember her name is uh, the Smy on Twitter. Like you know, do you know who she is, Jeremy? She's, yeah, she's, she's an a, artist on Tumblr is where I first saw her. But yeah, oh yeah, yeah she used to do all those Splatoon pictures. Yeah, she was. I mean, I just remember. I think it was her talking about how someone had like the three strength icons for their gear. Oh yeah, and how it was like really scary. Like, I, okay, so another <laughs> thing about these is when you get three of them, it's not like three of the same amount. It's right. like the return is less every time. Yeah, yeah. Stacking doesn't do quite as much. Yeah. And plus you've got dominant skills, and then you've got three, like, secondary skills, which don't affect as much. And so if you've only got one secondary skill, you might as well not have anything. But three secondary ones will add up to become as strong as one dominant one, I believe. Hmm, okay. Yeah. yeah like I said, I just buy the shirts off yeah. the clothes I like <laughs> in this game. Yeah, I, I really didn't pay that much attention to it. It was more like, oh, that one gives me more ink. That's great. Let's keep going. Yeah, it's like white, <laughs> white-rimmed glasses. Yeah, that's what I want. That yellow shirt. Yep. Squid Purple girl shoes. Hat. Yeah. yeah, cool shoes. Yeah, Squid Girl hat. That's right. They had that crossover yeah. with Squid Girl, which was really cool. Or what's her name? Ika, what is her her actual name? Ika Chan. Ika or Musume. Yeah, Ika Musume. You know, yeah. Or Squid Girl, <laughs> as a direct translation. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and about the abilities, you know, Nintendo being Nintendo, if there was anything that was actually very strong, they ended up nerfing it after, like, the first patch. I don't know if y'all remember Ink Resistance. No. Uh, it made it to where you did not get slowed down or hurt as much when going through enemy ink. And at first, it was so good that you were basically at full speed walking through other people's ink, and it was just... Oh, well. It was awful. And then they changed it to where you can barely move even with Ink Resistance. <laughs> Oh man, Nintendo's got to ruin the fun. That's <laughs> yeah, fine by me. You know, for their for their first huge multiplayer online game, they really did keep on top of this with like constant constant updates and yeah. adjustments. 
Yeah. Yeah, they kept updates. I mean, I don't think they kept updates for an entire year, but pretty close to a year. Yeah, it had to have been about nine months or so. Yeah. Because, I mean, they were still adding new weapons and stuff back in, what was it, February? I believe so. I think February was the last update, yeah. When did the game come out? Was it last summer? It was, uh, it was in May of last year. May, yeah. Okay. Release date was May 29th, 2015. Ah. Which seems like a thousand years ago somehow. Yeah, really. It's <laughs> been a long year. So so what was everyone else... I mean, I want to take over your, your role, Finch. No, but what, what was everyone else's experience with Splatoon? Like, did you know much about it before it came out? Did you jump on it right away? Did you uh, wait a while? Well, there, not there was... at all for me. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you had... Okay, um, yeah, I pre-ordered it, like, sight unseen in January of 2015 just because I wanted a Wii U game and there was nothing out that I wanted other than, like, I don't know, whatever Mario game came out. And, yeah, I didn't actually start reading into it until a couple weeks out before it came out. But once it did come out, man, I was playing it three, four hours a day. Nice. Yeah, so this was revealed at E3 in 2014. Which was a really good E3 for Nintendo. I don't... I, I, I think, like, most people at the time agreed that, like, Nintendo, quote-unquote, won E3 that year. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... that's I don't think that's a common thing for Nintendo. <laughs> they no. had a really good presentation, and Splatoon was, like, a big surprise. Nobody knew about it. Like, I remember people had taken a picture of the show floor, and someone had found Mario Maker before they announced it. And then there's like this whole big thing about like Time Magazine leaking that there's a Star Fox, and people were all upset about that because Chris Kohler was talking about it. But Splatoon kind of <laughs> came out of nowhere, and I thought that was really cool. Like when when they first showed it, I was like, "What is this Nickelodeon thing?" <laughs> Remember? Because it was like I do stuff splatted everywhere. And it's it kind of looked gack. like Nickelodeon colors. Yeah, no, it's like it's Nickelodeon slime. What is this? A new Nickelodeon game? Yeah, I didn't even get the platoon splatoon pun at first because I didn't know anything about the game. I was like, cartoon? Splat cartoon? <laughs> it's a portmanteau of splat and platoon. Oh. We never did get that Charlie Sheen cameo character, did we? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember when they were first showing this, I was like, Gein, we have to play this. Yes. And I don't think... I pre-ordered it as soon as i could like i pre-ordered the physical version but then when they had that worldwide okay global test fire that's what it was called the worldwide global test fire it started on may 8th and they only had it up for i think an hour yeah it was one hour i played it was like how was it yeah Yeah, it was like it was like one hour like every weekend if i remember right yeah they had it on different days they had i think they had three days can't remember. Someone's gonna have to correct us. Or it was like two or three different around. ones. <laughs> yeah, but they weren't consecutive days. I don't believe. Because I remember I only caught one of them for about five. No, it was they were having a lot of problems with connectivity for it or something, and I only caught about five minutes, and I was really mad. Hmm. Yeah, some of them were at bizarre times, and I think the second big one had a lot of problems. Like they couldn't get it up at first, so they actually moved it back an hour. Does any? I mean, people were saying, "Oh, Nintendo can't do online after all." Yeah, it was a, it was kind of another thing. It's like, oh, look, they don't know what they're doing. But I mean, the whole, the whole point of this was just to test their servers to see how many right. people were going to play it anyway. 
and, and it was kind of a demo. Like the first time I played the demo, I was like, okay, I canceled my pre-order and bought the preload on the Wii U, so I'd have it digitally <laughs> nice. all the time on there. Oh, that means you didn't get the exclusive pre-order water gun. No, I didn't get that. <laughs> Although that may have only been from Target, I don't know. I think it yeah, was I only think, from Target. Yeah, that little super sure it was. super soaker thing. Yeah. It, Bears no resemblance to any gun in the game. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they found it in the stock room. <laughs> I'm surprised they just haven't branded Super Soakers with Splatoon. Or maybe they have, and I just haven't seen it. Did you see it? They have some official ones now. Do they? Like official uh, standard splatter shotguns. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, on eBay you can get them for $90 or $30, depending on who you ask. <laughs> $90 sounds like a good price. I think I'd rather pay that than 30 <laughs> and They look really good. By the time they had shown it at that E3 in 2014, they'd only been working on it for a year, which I thought was pretty hmm. impressive. Because when they showed it, it looked like it was really far along. It looks pretty close to the end product. Right, yeah. And then it was only another, I think it was a little bit less than a year before it came out. Uh, yeah, because it would have been, E3 would have been June or so yeah. of 2014, so. Yeah. 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 So they turned this around. And so this was actually, this this is from a Kotaku interview article, but it was actually started by Katsuya Gucci of Animal Crossing, who we talked about last time. I remember cool. that guy. So he brought together a team of 10 people who are programmers, artists, game designers to create something new because EAD, which is Nintendo's Entertainment Analysis and Development Division, hadn't created a new a new IP in about, I think it was 14 years at the time. It was since Pikmin. Oh, God. And so a lot oh, of people were so like, long. oh, yeah, it was long. But Nintendo had yeah. made new IPs, or at least new IPs have been unpublished underneath them. Like, of course, like the big ones, Wii Sports, Wii Fit. Then there are little ones like Dylan's Rolling Western, Sakura Samurai, Pushmo. Some of the best games of the 3DS, honestly. Yeah. This like some that people don't pay attention to. Like, mm. oh, that's not a new IP. Dylan and Pushmo both got sequels too. Yeah, yeah. Sakurai Samurai needs a sequel. It really does. Punch Out Samurai Edition. Yeah. There's probably some more I'm not thinking of too. A lot of uh, I mean I'm, I'm not including the uh, the Wii stuff like Wii Music, Wii Fit, Wii Sports, Fling Smash. You know what? You know Fling what? Smash. Yeah, that's you know one. You know it was a new Nintendo property. 
that everyone should love Rhythm Heaven. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. People, I mean, at the time, I remember people were like, oh, Nintendo hasn't created anything new. It's like, no, that's not true. There's not, there wasn't <laughs> anything huge. There wasn't anything nearly as big as Splatoon was, which was a surprise. Because when Splatoon yeah. came when before Splatoon came out, I thought it would sell like a hundred thousand copies. And did you guys get the? It seemed like a lot of people didn't think it was going to do that well. Like it would do okay. It'd probably make its money back, but it wasn't yeah. going to do anything spectacular. Well, there was a lot of negative buzz about it. Like I remember, they announced the Wii U bundle that came with Splatoon, and I remember the general response was, "Well, why would you bundle it with Splatoon? That's not a system seller." And oh, those people are completely wrong. It's the best game on that system. So. You know what? I would, I think Splatoon is the best game on the Wii U. Oh, easily. It's yeah. the most original. Yeah. I mean, like, everyone knows I love Wii U. It's the best system ever. Everyone, <laughs> everyone who says it isn't the best system ever is wrong. But Splatoon really is, I think it's a very special title. <laughs> I think it was really unique really creative stuff i mean it's a shooter game where you're not going around just killing people your yeah, squids do explode but they come back they get splatted they get splatted let's get they, this they straight. get splatted they don't die <laughs> no. and, and also purpose... they do kind of go up like a little angel but <laughs> well the purpose wasn't killing people in the game like a no. lot of people just play it like going around painting the ground that's how i usually play it i usually like hide somewhere and go around just painting the ground and then when i see people coming i try to run away <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I have, I have a whole method to my madness which is spraying in front of me so i can i can squid into my ink and rush forward oh yeah yeah and can, yeah and then go ahead and just kind of splat as much territory as i can and hopefully get to places where no one else is yeah because i mean the inking's all about the mobility like that that's that's the key to the whole thing and that's what kind of separates it from uh, every other kind of third first person shooter squad game you know it's you it's you being able to move you being able to jump out because you know you spray the ink you can turn into the squid and then you just swim right through it at crazy speed jump uh, jump around start hopping over people can't detect it a big way that it really was different from other like multiplayer shooter games is that uh there's, it's hard to, I know you can hide in your ink, but it's hard to just pick a corner and uh, just wait for somebody and kill them because they know you've been there and that you're oh, probably yeah. there. Because you can't just walk across the map, you'll get blasted. Yeah, that's, that's true. If you see like a piece of, if you see some orange paint and some blue paint, you know yeah. that there's a good chance someone's hiding in that orange paint. <laughs> I remember, uh, I did play with you a little bit, Finch, last week, I think. Yeah. Just for a little bit, unfortunately, everybody but us was like level two, and we got matched against each other all but one time, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely saw your play style because I almost never saw you. <laughs> yeah, I would especially hide from you because you're a lot better at this game than I am. <laughs> nah. Wait, so if, I saw we... you co- if I saw you coming, I was like, okay, get out of here. <laughs> Finch, were you one of those guys who kind of just you, you hid there and then you'd pop up and do like like a like an ink brush slash and then you uh, you'd duck away again or something like that? No, I wouldn't do that. I would just run away from people. Like if I saw some, <laughs> I would actually start going crazy with the ink brush trying to hit them, and usually I'd get killed that way. <laughs> but most of the time, I just avoided other people. You know, like that comic where they, 
that like this is the normal Splatoon and the kids just walking around going put 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 put. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the other like <laughs> big strong person is going out say, Soldier, what are you doing? Blah 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 blah. <laughs> That's me just going around going put 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 put. <laughs> and I like that because this game supports it. Like in in the um super competitive hardcore mode. What's it called? The ranked ranked battle. Ranked battle. There we go. <laughs> in ranked battles, you can't quite do that. No, but I mean that's what's cool about it though is that like rank is so different. It's a, it's almost a completely different game. I was than... gonna say that. Yeah, rank yeah. feels completely different from the normal splatoon mode bloodthirsty for for fun mode (laughs) for glory mode (laughs) yeah i mean because the the for fun mode i mean it it is your base it's as basic as a concept as you can get for splatoon which is cover more territory than your opponent yeah and ranked mode you know well i guess you know i don't think we've touched upon this yet but you know the game you don't have access to all the maps in the game at any given time no so it randomizes two maps for the I don't, I don't remember what it's called but the not ranked mode the, the for for fun mode and then it randomizes two other maps for the ranked mode and it also randomizes what kind of ranked mode you're playing yeah so it, it always not only keeps that fresh but you never quite know what you're getting into with ranked mode that's why they say that that's why they say stay fresh every time stay fresh, stay uh, fresh. Yeah. And the, the only problem with that with that whole concept is that there's actually a couple stages i i've never played on even though i've been playing this game pretty consistently for a while really you know, which stages def- uh I, I the most recent ones because um, i've been playing it less sparing yeah. more sparingly more lately so I just I never played in was anchovy games, the yeah, what, the, one of the last ones. Map. I went for yeah. about eight months without playing the game until uh, just last week, and uh, yeah, it was a rotation of all four maps on both uh, modes were the new stages I had never played before. It was horrible. <laughs> it sucks going into a stage you don't know. Yeah, that's true. Because I was going into the ranked mode, I was on C minus for the longest time, and I finally made it to C. Good old normal C. Nice. <laughs> but it was like at the first, I was like, what am I supposed to do here? And it was on stages I'd never played, so it was double, <laughs> double terrible. Because <laughs> that one with those big spinning things. Oh, oh that's yeah, a cool stage. The art gallery. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I see. I don't know. I really like it, though. I mean, like, it's because you can also go into a stage before you go into a match, and you can just kind of like wander around it for two minutes. Yeah, it's true. Without anyone else on the map. So you can kind of see, get like a feel for like, okay, this is how the stage flows. Um, but I mean, but yeah, I mean, just, I mean, I came into this game incredibly late. Like I, I did buy it at launch, but I don't think I actually started playing this until either late last year or maybe even early this year. Hmm. So by the time I got to it, like a lot, I think it was late last year. It was late last year because I, I started yeah. playing again when you started playing. I think so. Yeah. And by that time, most of the updates had already come out, so I wasn't really familiar with what was a new stage and what was an old stage. Um, but, I mean, there's definitely stages that I haven't played a ton of either. But, I, I don't know, I, I just, especially when you look at things like, say, Mario Kart, where people get their favorite and they want to just do that one stage every single time. Like, yeah. I'm so happy that this forces people to use other stages. 
so that you're not just doing the same stage over and over again. Yeah, yeah, well, it's got multiple. I mean, it kind of is good for multiple reasons. One, it'll get you out of your comfort zone, make you try the different stages, and yeah. also I assume that maybe Nintendo didn't exactly know how popular this game was going to be at first. So when everybody has a play two stages, you know you're always going to have people to play with. Right. Yeah. Well, and also too. I mean, you know what? If you really want to play on a particular stage, you can make a private match and you can pick your stage. That's true. Well, the private match I, thing I, was I, an addition later on. That wasn't that uh, out of. Oh, was it? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things they caught flack for. At launch, they didn't even have ranked battles. Do you remember that? Yeah. Because they didn't have ba- ranked battles until I think. What was it? A certain amount of players reached level ten, I think. That's oh, that's right. right. That's yes. what they were you're basing it off of. Would it take like six days though? It took, to get there. It took like a weekend. It barely took any time uh, at all. It was like two days. Yeah. They they unlocked it pretty fast, and I didn't play it because I was afraid of it until Gein was like, why don't we play this? <laughs> and then, you know what? The ranked battles are really cool because, like you said, it's almost a completely different game because they give you different objectives. I mean, of course, the people who are playing are a lot more, a lot more competitive. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, but I mean, ring battle is the best. I mean, especially like yeah, like I love the the one with the tower where you need to get onto that tower, and it's it's kind of moving slowly through the stage, like some kind of demented uh, parade float. Yeah, <laughs> that you're just standing on top of, sniping off other people. It plays this little song the whole time. Like, yeah, yeah it sounds like an ice cream truck. <laughs> it's so good. I need to play that one more because I don't remember that. <laughs> Uh, it's my favorite mode. That's easily my favorite it's mode. It's a really good mode. See, this... Okay, so I bought it when it came out, and I played it a lot when it came out, but I just come back to this, like, every few months and start playing a lot again. Because they add new stuff, like we said. They added new stages and stuff, but... I don't know. It's just something that... It comes back to me in waves. Yeah. And I think... I was talking with Gene about it on our Wonder Dudes in GameSoft World podcast. Is this the right name? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's been so long no, I don't remember when I was talking about it as our as my game of the year as one of my game of the years I was saying that what was I going with this <laughs> dang it uh, <laughs> you like Splatoon I like Splatoon exactly no I was saying that I wish there weren't so many games out at the same t- time that I liked because this is something I could devote a lot more time to than I have and yeah. I've, I've put like 50 hours into it which is a lot but if there was nothing else that I wanted to play, I'd probably have like hundreds of hours in this game. Yeah, yeah it was I mean, basically Splatoon. Splatoon and Monster Hunter 4 for me last year. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah I mean, Splatoon is definitely a game that if that was the only game I owned on Wii U, I would still be happy that I owned that system. Yeah. Yeah, that and Xenoblade Chronicles pretty much made the system. <laughs> oh, you and that Xenoblade. <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles X. I still haven't played that yet. I love that game. That's that's a game I actually did put 200 hours into. Yeah, see, it's, it's one of those games, you know? I mean, there's there's no there's no way to have that much time anymore. It just yeah. you can't do it. That's why, I mean, I'm really far behind in the uh, the PS4 version of uh, Xenoblade, you know, Destiny. What? Oh, oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah. You mean a PS4 uh... version of Fantasy Star Online? Yeah, okay, that might be closer. <laughs> I'm a raw warlock. Okay, I've never played it. But I hate that game just on. <laughs> just because it's a shooter game that people well, like. So Splatoon, kinda. No, Splatoon's different. 
just Splat. different enough. It's that portmanteau. See, Splat it kind of. The, the, the nice thing about that is it takes that kind of thing. That's I mean, that's what I expected it to be when it first when it was first coming out. It was just, oh man, here's Nintendo trying to make a shooter. Here, here, here we go. Let's see what happens. And then it was great. You know, it, it equalized it everything. You know, but with both with um, what's it called? Both both what we were talking about before with the the, the randomizing of everything, and then uh, also that it it doesn't it rewards sloppiness and you know, not being able to you don't have to aim at anything you know you can aim at a guy but usually there's hey you know it's got a huge splash zone around it yeah that's right i mean this was great about it too though is that there's so many i mean so many play styles based on the weapons as well so i mean you can get like more of a traditional gun in splatoon but you can also get the close range paintbrush you can also get the wider range close range like paint bucket um you can get the sniper rifle you know um and squisher (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I never I never learned any of these Splatoon names for these guns. I knew it as like the bucket, the sniper. The paintbrush, the big paintbrush, the roller. Yeah. The roller's the I easy mean... one though. <laughs> roller yeah, the they thought roller was OP for a while, I remember. Yeah. Especially yeah. on that global the test fire. Because on the global crack. test fire people are like, oh I hope they balance it more because the roller is so overpowered. Yeah, there's a few weapons at the beginning that were just everyone loved to hate on, myself included. It was the roller, the Kraken roll, crack on roller or whatever, because it had oh, that Kraken special. I hate that special. Yeah, and it used to be uh, about unstoppable, really, and they they ended up nerfing that, and I think in the first patch to where it got bounced back by gunfire a lot more. Thankfully. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, if you turn into one of the special abilities is you turn into a big squid who's pretty much invincible but it's not so invincible anymore yeah like you can't just go after people and kill them all the time they can actually knock you back and once you turn back into a normal kid you're gone yeah kraken is like the best way to see the second to second drama in splatoon man so yeah you pop the kraken you're making your own path you don't need to shoot someone's in the corner you feel invincible. Then they start shooting at you. You can't move. You know you have about one second left, and that's when you see the panic and the Kraken's yeah. eyes. You know? That's right. That's when you turn around and run. Yeah, I would cut my losses real well, early if swim, I ever tried Kraken. Yeah, it swims really weak. And that's the whole, there's a whole field to it swimming through that ink. Oh, it's fantastic. Which kind of relates to Reggie's whole thing with the feel of Super Mario Brothers. With the Wii, but this didn't have. I mean, this this did kind of have motion controls with the gyro aiming, but I don't think that's what really gave it that feel. The whole no. feel was swimming through the ink and then popping yeah. up, doing whatever you wanted to do, and then diving back into the ink and swimming around. Especially the jumping, it was like that yeah. sense of momentum was awesome. They had a really great tutorial when you first booted up the game. Yeah, they just took yeah. you like through a little skate park playground area. And the ink looks so nice. And then Splatfest, the ink would like glow because it was nighttime. That was awesome. And yeah. make that bloop noise. Well, that's what's, I mean, it's so great is because it's, it's so fluid to go from kid to squid. And it just... Like, it reminds me of Echo the Dolphin. Like that feeling of momentum, of swimming. It's, it's just such a great feeling to it. Did you know um, they actually got that feeling from Iwata programming Balloon Fight? No, did they really? No, they didn't. I just made that. <laughs> no. Dude, 
That was Super Mario Brothers. As much as I, I want to believe me. everything came from Balloon Fight. <laughs> that is like one of my favorites of all time. No, I just wanted to say Iwata had something huge to do with this. I don't think he really did. Well, you, you have no. to mention Iwata at least once every episode, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he, he, at least we've covered it and we've acknowledged that he, he, he was great. He, you know what? He gave, he gave the game his blessing. That's that's all we really need. There you you know, go. One, one of the things I remember Iwata talking about was how programmers actually had a big part in the creativity and design of this game. And he said that was something that you normally didn't see in video games. I think that was in the Iwata-esque. I don't remember. I just remember that really struck me how he how he was... He, he seemed like he was really happy about that. Well, I think this is a game where you can actually see that it was a group of people who really really enjoyed the game and they all came together and everybody had a point in it because everything just seems cohesive yeah you know everything is solid everything everything works well nothing seems out of place it's just really really well designed yeah At first, it was just like block people. Like they even said it was tofu. Like there was a black team and a white team. Tofu. Yeah, tofu. Like For... uh, just cubes, or basically. Yeah, just cubes of tofu. That's how I they wonder... described it. 
I wonder like how Resident many developers do that. Yeah, like Resident Evil. I think I'm betting that the tofu from Resident Evil 2 is probably just their test character also. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Before you get your assets done, you just want to see if the game works. Exactly. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm, that probably happens in a lot of games. Yeah. Yeah, a friend of mine was a, was a, uh, went to school and did some game programming classes, and he did the same thing. But he enjoyed using the default textures that came with the program to make him do def- uh, weird things, like use a cat on it. So it's like he shot with a cat box. <laughs> <laughs> so it's whatever's lying around, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, cool. usually it's just white texture. So, yeah, that was one of the programmers on Animal Crossing, Shintaro Sato. He might have been one of the designers, actually. I don't remember, and I didn't write that down. <laughs> but anyway, Shintaro Sato. So I think this this actually has a... We were talking about it on our last episode, which was Animal Crossing, but it Animal Crossing is going to incorporate some Splatoon stuff, and I think there's a lot of crossover between staff of these two games, which is kind of cool. And they, they were also talking about in the Iwata Ask how both of them were kind of an idea that would be hard to explain to people but that Splatoon is actually a little bit easier to explain to people than Animal Crossing (laughs) no much (laughs) so at one point this actually evolved into rabbits running around shooting each other with ink and people were like why rabbits why are rabbits shooting each other with ink and so when one of the developers wrote down squid (laughs) (laughs) And an idea was born. An idea was born. And that's that's really where it started to become what we know today as Squid Kids, the video game. Now, when they were rabbits, like, the whole swimming through ink uh, yeah, doesn't make sense uh, mechanic. I mean, I can maybe see it as, like, burrowing through dirt, you know? Like, jumping in the dirt and swimming and, like, digging through that to move faster. Uh, like, in, like in a Bugs Bunny car, uh, kind of fashion. Oh, yeah, it's a Acapulco. Yeah, I think that came <laughs> afterwards. Actually, I think it was like in phases where. Right, I think it was too. Yeah, well, yeah, they went to squids and they're like, "Hey, you can why do why can't the ink the squids swim through the ink?" I think I read a little bit about the rabbits thing. They said that uh, one of the reasons they were rabbits, I believe, was so you could tell which direction they were running from far away because the ears would go like in the opposite direction or something like that. Oh yeah. Mm, I can kind of see how that would turn into squids with the long tentacles coming off the head or something. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Maybe it was the rabbits from from those little 3DS games. Uh, the <laughs> rabbits. The one that, no, the, no the not badger. the rabbits. No, no, no. no, no the, that, that that garbage. The one who yeah. sells you the 3DS games. The oh, that with guy. a little tablet. Street Pass games. See, I was also thinking it might be the uh, the rabbit that at one time was going to be Sonic the Hedgehog, but Maybe oh, he yeah. just he just got kicked out of another role. <laughs> kind of sad, dejected in his apartment, you know. Video game developers just want a rabbit in a game, and they never get it. <laughs> Ain't they a stinker? <laughs> it's Peppy Hare in that submarine game who sold you all the stuff. Look at that. And there's the rabbit in the arcade who sells you stuff. Rabbits are Nintendo uh, those... shills. Yeah. They really are. <laughs> but not squids. And at one point, this game was actually supposed to have Mario characters. Like, you can... When they first started showing this, I thought those squids looked like bloopers. Yeah. I think yeah, we that's gotta be intentional. Yeah. Like, I thought there might have been some kind of crossover there. And they actually did have a crossover like that, um... What was that character in Mario Sunshine? The Mario... The evil Mario? Yeah. Was actually, Jr.? like, Bowser Jr.? Yeah. 
Spoiler. It was Bowser Jr. Yeah, for anyone who hasn't played Mario Sunshine by now, (laughs) it was Bowser Jr. But no, they had that little, his little, like, logo or his little graffiti that he painted on the walls. They had it in a few places. Oh, Oh, did they? I didn't notice that. And they also had, like, Octoroks on the walls in places, too. Yeah, yeah, and Octoroks in the blooper. So it wasn't it wasn't huge, but they had a little tiny bit of a crossover there. Well, I mean, there was also yeah. the, those um, super sea snails you get. Kind of looked like super mushrooms. They got the same eyes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So you can kind of see where it was a Mario game at one point. But thank God they did not make this a Mario game. <laughs> we have plenty. <laughs> I don't think this would have been as popular as a Mario game. No, I don't think so either. Because it would have just been like Mario Baseball or Mario Shooter or something. Well, yeah. I think a lot of the appeal of these characters is that there's not a set inkling boy or there's not a set inkling girl. That they're very customizable characters, and I think people have really come to adapt them as their own. Yeah. Well, and and like I mean, I look at my character, and it's like you know what? Like, there's not a ton of customization, but there's enough that I feel I I feel like I have an ownership. Yeah. Of that character when I play him. So yeah, you get kind of attached to him. Yeah, you really yeah. do. Which is something because like like, in the beginning you. You're pretty much a boy or a girl, and you can choose the eye color, and that's it. And the skin color, too. Yeah, and the skin color. Yeah. And the, the hair color changes based on whatever inks you've been used in the stage. Right. And so the biggest amount of customization you get with these these characters is the clothes you put on them. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, it's just, it's just it's that those the clothing choices... That carries over so much personality, and then I think also too, like seeing these squid kids in the plaza, the main the main hub, um, when you start the game up, and you see all of the other players, squid kids, just kind of hanging around. Yeah, and they have their me their meverse posts like floating above their heads. Oh, that's the coolest thing. You know, that they... yeah, I mean, it's, it's awesome. But they they basically they, they generated a like a, a setting based on the community. And that's right, exactly. It really like you get enveloped in the whole world. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah. And okay, you can see like what the popular thing with the kids is. Like, the first there, people are just like <laughs> painting Patrick and and uh, no, they weren't. It was, uh, it was Squidward. Squidward. For, like, Squidward. Yeah, the first a, week yeah. after release. Yeah, yeah. And just like, wonderful. Squidward. And then when Undertale came out, people were like, oh, God. making Undertale pictures. Well, that was when I started playing this again, was when Undertale had been out for a few months, and Splatoon was like, you couldn't take two steps in Splatoon without seeing Undertale. Yeah, so, that was crazy. It was great, but it was, it's crazy how, how like anything popular kind of grabs on to Splatoon. Yeah. So what's the thing now? Is there, like a, is there a, a, a predominant meme right now in Splatoon? Because I totally missed out on Undertale. I mean, I played Undertale, but I wasn't playing Splatoon at the time. I don't based, think there is right now. Yeah, based on what... Well, based on what I what I saw earlier today, I think it's just people being sad that Splatfest is over. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that's pretty much it now. They're like, oh, Splatfest what? is over, Splatoon's over. The last time I played Splatoon was about two weeks ago, and at that time, it was all these kids moping around that they had to go back to sc- go back to school. <laughs> so, and here I am, thirty four, <laughs> on my couch. <laughs> gonna say it's like i was going in there hello fellow squid kids (laughs) (laughs) hello there children you about to go outside and start shooting each other with multicolored inks it's gonna be fun what cool would you like a word is original yeah do you like that undertales (laughs) (laughs) with your little skeletons with this blue eye 
<laughs> it's demonic, but that's what's cool now. <laughs> I think Splatoon was like part of what when I when I saw it in Splatoon, it's like yeah, Undertale made it. It was on the 700 Club. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah it made it in a yeah. really bizarre way. Undertale made it. That 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 Vine thing has a few of a few references in there. The Vine. <laughs> no, that the the app. It's a fail joke. Oh. Those vines, you know, the vines that the kids they're, they're growing the vines now on the internet. Mm-hmm. Growing yeah. in vines. Yeah, vines making... they like that Snapchat. Yeah. Snapper chat is that what they call it? Yeah, <laughs> Snapper chappies. The vines and the Snapchats and their undertails, their skeletons. Squid kids love them. We're all like one year behind at this point. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was said when that last when they did that last global splat fest, though, because that did. It wasn't the end of it. I think they did some small updates afterwards. Yeah, they did, yeah, little tiny ones. Yeah, but, like balancing and stuff. Yeah, right. But it did seem like the interest in the game had. I mean, at that point, the interest in the game had really gone down. Yeah, Just, I mean, it's a shame because like the splat fests were such uh, they were such attractions there were such things i mean they announced them like a month in advance and people would be looking forward to them up until the point where they came out yeah uh, i mean like one of my best friends he's a big splatoon fan and i would i would hear from him like almost as soon as they announced it hey nick did you hear about the new splatfest it's this versus this and he would be really excited about it and like I was just like, man, I wish I could be excited about anything as much as you're about Splatfest. <laughs> Do you remember the Autobots versus Transformers one? Oh, I mean, the Autobots versus happening. Autobots versus the Transformers. <laughs> Autobots versus Decepticons. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> did the Decepticons win that one? Yeah, that was Marie. I don't remember. I was they I was did. on the Decepticon side. Uh, I was Autobot. I lost that. Because of Soundwave. I love Soundwave. Just me and you Peter know, Cullen against the world. In my day, we had. Autobots and Decepticons too. <laughs> Wait, who, Peter Cullen, who's that? He, he, he did the voice for Optimus Prime. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. Well, he was on Decepticon team, so. Was he? No, you were. Oh, I was. Yeah, that's true. I don't even know the sound wave. <laughs> did any of y'all do the last uh, Splatfest? Yeah, Kelly Marie. Yeah. I did. I no, was. I, missed it. I was like, I have to come back for this. I have to do it. It's the last one. There will never be one of these ever again. Uh, I'm so bummed that I missed it. I mean, I mean, Splatfest always happened on the worst days of the week for me too, because yeah. I think it was always on either Friday and Saturday. Yeah. And unfortunately, because I work in the hospitality business, I'm usually slammed Friday through Sunday. So. Yeah. Uh, like, it was because yeah. it was only for like 24 hours too, wasn't it? Yeah, except this last yeah. one, it was two days, wasn't it? Okay. Yeah, I think the last one was like two days. Because I remember I heard about it on Twitter, and I was like, I've, I've been long away, unsheathed Katana, and I forgot about it. And I was like, okay, I missed the first day. I'm going to do the second one. And uh, I was one day behind, apparently. So I was actually on the last day. They were on the last day of it. So then I came in, you know, the day after it ended ready to go oh that sucks all the children are crying you remember when Iwata died there were like a bunch of messages about that too yeah yeah uh, Splat so sad. I mean the Splatoon lobby there that's where everyone got their news yeah, it was like a big memorial yeah or, or Splatoon or Inkling memorial yeah 
Uh, but I mean, at least you know, going back to Splatfest for a moment, like one of the things that I, I mean, I only did one Splatfest, unfortunately. I, I really wish I had done more of them. Yeah, but um, gearing up to the Splatfest, like the day before it actually took place, the two trucks that Callie and Marie would yeah. be on top of when oh, they're yeah. kind of cheering on the crowds, the two trucks would just be pulled up. Yeah, that's in the, right. Uh, in the main hub, and I think I mentioned it to you, Finch, that that I saw this. And you're like, what? That's this happens, but I, I didn't know what it was at first. Like, I'm just kind of like, like looking at these trucks. Like, what the hell is this? What is going on? Can I can I jump on top of this? Is this for me? It's not for you. It's for Callie Marie. <laughs> it's like I'm like a cat who sees a new table. I'm like, can I get on this? Is this mine? So I can do their little dance. And that was the best because then like. Then you come back the next day and like it's nighttime. Callie and Marie on top of these two trucks dancing. There's music blasting. It, it was just such a different the atmosphere. Fireworks at the Meverse so, posts around it too. That was I thought that was that fun. Was amazing. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in the Splatfest lobbies. I mean, it reminded me so much of like going to like a comic book convention. And when you get there a little bit early and you see all the tables not set up yet, but they're kind of in place. And then you go in like three hours later, and like there's a thousand people swarming every every inch of it. Yeah. That was Splatfest, and it was such a great feeling, such a a feeling that I don't think has I have ever seen experienced the same way on a video game before. Did you ever make a Meverse post during Splatfest? Yeah, I put a few. Yeah, like you could uh, like every once in a while you would get one on those big billboards. Oh man, did so many likes, no. so many likes. That was so yeah. great. That was the no, best I wish thing. I did. Like you could look up and just see the thing you made, like on a billboard. I did one for I the cats just... one. I did one for the <laughs> Transformers <laughs> one, but no one liked it because yeah. they're like, "Who's this? Isn't this Soundwave? Soundwave's <laughs> old, like you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Soundwave? I'm sure there's still Soundwave in Transformers." <laughs> no, I was just happy to see my my me my my meverse post on a wall somewhere like that was enough to make my night that was always fun too so, yeah the whole way they dealt with meverse posts in that was so great yeah i guess we haven't we didn't we haven't really explained that that your the meverse post would be used as graffiti on not only the the central hub area but on all the stages too it was sad it was like in the, after that last flat fest it was like Meverse post of Splatoon is dead on those walls. What? But it's great too, though, because like I mean, you're going through any of these stages, you're doing a match, and there's like Undertale on like every inch of the stage, yeah. you know? See that? Or pictures of Lenny from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got splatted oh, at least okay. once trying to take a screenshot of my uh, posts up on the wall during a match. <laughs> nice. <laughs> See, at least. Always, I mean, at least they, they gave you the, the the ability, which, I mean, it wouldn't be good to do in a match, but if you go into first-person view and you can go and just like it right in the game, too. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah.
in the lobbies you could go up to people and order the clothes they had oh uh, yeah through uh through yeah. creepy mick uh creepy mick um the drug uh, dealer in the back over there. yeah yeah the drug dealer who <laughs> destroyed those snails with a screwdriver oi you want to order Arr. some clothes of something <laughs> yeah oi bruv <laughs> bruv hello there love would you like a sweet guy it was kind of scary that there were like a bunch of empty shells yes. and that screwdriver. <laughs> the live and, ones. The, I've, and they were the shivering. Yeah, yeah yes. that was terrible. That was you so said good. what, mate? <laughs> what of it? You're sitting here having a snack. Yeah, so his, his like main purpose was to upgrade your clothes, give him another slot, or to re-roll a slot. Yeah. yeah. Was it insinuated in the dialogue that he was like mugging the other squid kids for their clothes, or did I make that up? <laughs> I think you made that up. I don't oh, know, okay. but that's what I'm going to imagine from now on. Yeah, that's I, so I, good, I though. Care. That's great. I thought he mentioned something about acquiring them or something like that. I, I think oh, he yeah, was yeah. like, I'll, I'll get them. But Basically, he was like, don't ask how I get them. Yeah, <laughs> guy with the backwards baseball cap leaning against the Callie and Maria window. <laughs> Go check it out. Figure it out. <laughs> no, the the snails could only be get from the Splatfests. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Did they have they changed that since yeah. Splatfest has ended? Okay. How do you get them now? Now, um, I I think they started to implement this a little bit before the the last one, but I it's unclear. But uh, they now it's it they they keep track of how many uh rounds you've won. So once you win oh, win okay. thirty rounds in public or ranked, I think it's two different tallies. Uh, Judd kind of just hands you a, a stack of nine of them. Huh. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> I never even heard that. I know that uh, after a while they made it to where you could re-roll for like $20,000 in-game dollars. Hmm. Uh, 20,000 okay. squid bucks. Right. I made that up. Dollars. I don't know. <laughs> Squids. Crack coins. Yeah. So another thing, in this lobby you could see like Kelly and Marie just sitting and talking to themselves and occasionally they like wave at you. Yes. If you stare at them well, creepily think... long enough. Yeah. Did you did you have to go into first person mode for that to happen? Yep. I don't think so. I think did so. You? Yeah. Okay. I think you did because I I mean in, I did it almost every time I played. I would run up to that ledge and just stare, stare. at them through the window. It's like I don't know why. I don't. There's no reason to. You don't get anything for it, but it's just incredibly cute. And I can't help myself. I think there's a bucket of like ice cream or candy or something in there too. <laughs> pulverized snails <laughs> <laughs> I like that that was actually you could see that that was the studio they were doing their level updates in just yes. from the opposite <laughs> side <laughs> like the screen was up against the window that you were near and then you could see the lobby out behind them yeah I never noticed it well, it's more that world, world building it does really well yeah. you know? oh it's yeah. so good yeah, this, this game only had like a handful of characters a handful of unique characters and they like most of them didn't even say say that much, but it just seemed like it was really fleshed out. Despite that, it's yeah. one of those things that well, you know there's like a, a a world bible somewhere, or one of the designers yeah. went nuts oh, and yeah. has a whole bunch of history and fiction written down somewhere. Yeah, yeah lot, lots of missed opportunities, really. If you ask me, I'm hoping they're going to address in like a sequel if there oh, is I, one. I, I think they will. Yeah, there's going to be well, a sequel or update or something. Yeah. Well, what do you think be. the missed opportunity is, though? Like, uh, as far as building it more, or...? Uh, yeah, like, they, they hinted all these things, and I'm okay with it being, um, you know, subtle. Like, especially the Sunken Sea Scrolls. They 
I was going to say insinuate, but they basically spell out that it's Earth and <laughs> it was, it Earth was flooded. Yeah. Right. Statue of and Liberty. I assume Killed the sea it. life evolved or something. And for some reason, water hurts us now, even though in Mahi Mahi Resort, <laughs> there's a giant <laughs> swimming pool, which is strange. Yeah, that's kind of weird, isn't it? It's for the jellyfish. Yeah. It's for the jellyfish. Water kills oh, squid yeah, kids. Oh, yeah, I guess the jellyfish are all right with yeah. the water. Yeah, there's like jellyfish all over the place in this game, but they don't really interact with you at all. They're no, just kind of there. It's really weird. They sit. Well, it, they like sit in I mean, shops and watch you. Right. <laughs> what well, was so good too is that like I mean the single player mode really builds this world quite a bit. Yeah. And it has a lot of history and like if you if you go after all of the hidden artwork and everything, like all that hidden artwork, like it adds so much character to this world. Yeah. And there's so much that they built upon. So yeah, like like the world pretty much went underwater about ten thousand years ago in this game, which is one of the. I don't know. There, it seems like a lot of Nintendo games where it's post-apocalyptic, but it's like really colorful and <laughs> wonderful. It's a hidden. Oh, dark that, like that single. Well, like that single player, like had a kind of a very rustic, like decrepit kind of look to it. Uh, it had some weird stuff, like railroad crossings floating in the background too. Yeah, like Bravely like, Default. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, does it cross over with Bravely Default? Oh man, if only. <laughs> I think that was actually part of it, uh, part of the like the post-apocalyptic thing, because the uh, the the octopuses live, the octopi live underground in spheres. Yeah. And uh, I, I think the spheres must be built from, I guess, what you would, you would consider ancient technology. They're so that's like, why there's, there's shit floating everywhere. Yeah. Like steam pods. Mm. Yeah. That's did you guys? Pods. They went, did, dude. That's the did other. Did you guys uh, hear the? I guess it was like the urban legends going around uh, near once the game had been out for a little while. They're saying, "Turn up your volume after you beat DJ Octavio at the end of the game, and you can hear all these screeching and screaming noises in the background." <laughs> that's that's Octopus Society dying off. <laughs> but kind of that was the sound it made in every single boss arena before or after a boss fight. But still, it was really that's cool. What it was. I think that was just like subtle background noise. It was like used for texture. Yeah. Like and machinery. It was just a bad idea. Because <laughs> it really is just, I did it. It's like just like a bunch of really weird sounding, kind of tortured screaming. A yeah, bit. it is eerie. I yeah. mean, it was kind of dark. Like, there was a whole, like, war, uh, there was a whole war, like World War Two or something, with these octopus and squids. Great turf wars. Yeah, the yeah. great turf yes. wars. And, like, they were losing land in this world, too. They're like, as. They, so that's why these guys are fighting each other. And the octopus or the octopus people are just kind of like thrown off to the side and their little teapots and it was really kind of weird. Yeah, nowadays the kids are like bizarre. They're commemorating the wars, basically playing their war games. It's very Starship Troopers. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you see comparison? Did you see how the how the how the squids are represented in the artwork? Like they had the one that was kind of like the Garden of Eden Temptation. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had the squid with the with the apple, or I don't know, maybe the the orange upgrade orb, whatever that was supposed to be, kind of like you know, menacingly hanging down from the tree to offer it to this to the octopus Adam and Eve. Yeah, it was kind of weird because like octopus people were like just tentacles with faces on them, or they were the <laughs> the girls. <laughs> yeah, and they, that's that's the other weird thing because they they said that well, some of us kind of develop this this uh, capability to turn into this other form, but not everybody can. And like so much of it is just kind of we don't know how this works. It does though. Yeah, Optimus technology. What powers that? it? Oh. Did they address that, Joe? Yeah, that was in. Uh... Hey, look, look, look! I, I did my preparation. I okay. read through all the scrolls before I came on this. <laughs> I think nice. I missed a few of them. Okay. Yeah, I read through them like last week, but I don't. I don't even remember that one. 
I remember the one where, like, hey, someone's performing an ancient ritual. It was like a skeleton of a human and a Wii U. <laughs> yeah. and yes. Two yeah. Wii controllers strapped together. <laughs> or, oh. no, Wii controllers strapped to a... Um, one of those pro controllers yeah because yeah. that was one of the one of the offered control modes it's just so awkward you use two rubber bands to attach a wiimote to the bottom <laughs> of the pro controller it's so bizarre oh i think that's in the um that's in the player versus player on a single screen mode the yeah, two player mode, yeah. it works did you ever try it never tried it it's pretty good it sounds bizarre i was surprised did, did any of you ever actually play the two player mode yeah once or twice did, uh. did you like it it's not even they should have just taken the people off that team and made them make yeah. like another stage or something it was Aww. it's not you shoot balloons and do you, you don't do turf it's just balloons and shoot at each other and that's it yeah throw animal crossing yeah. characters at balloons until they bounce into the ocean <laughs> maybe that's what it is maybe you're you're, you're you're the one popping the balloons from afar or something like that <laughs> and there's another dimension where there's a balloon just the same color over precariously hovering over a an island that's moving back and forth and it drops a little animal on top of it and they might drown <laughs> there's my oh, conspiracy there's, theory that's how it crosses over <laughs> there's something i wanted to mention before we lose it you're talking about the ancient rituals and the uh sunken scrolls that reminded me of do you remember the um the fax machine that apparently oh, the squids yeah. worship or something what before every splatfest every splatfest announcement then uh like a week before splatfest went live then callie marie would say we've we've received the message from on high and marie would be like gulp and then it would show a fax machine and it would fax out you know the latest splatfest it was really weird yeah there's like japanese ceiling talismans all over it yeah. As if there's some sort of evil that it's uh, that it's holding back or something. Oh, there's a picture of it in the uh, scrolls too, so you can look at it. I don't know if I missed this or I just don't remember it, but that sounds amazing. It's really great, yeah. <laughs> that's one of the things I don't want explained. That's, no, that's about perfect it. how it is. And they had the whole story. Where, okay, there was this sad story where Judd, his human, was like crying as he was putting him into the cryogenic freezing chamber. Oh yeah, I saw. Yes. It was like maybe you can carry on, Judd. <laughs> and then, of course, they Judd's now the judge for the squid battles. That is an old ass cat. Yeah, yeah. Ten thousand like, years get, old. Un, yeah, he got unfrozen, and then he lived on for I assume, you know, hundreds more years, right? Yeah. It's the weird thing. I was trying to figure that out, too. Oh, that's right, because in one of the scrolls, it was talking about the Great Turf Wars, and he was there, too. Yeah. He was judging it. Yeah. It's like World War II with Judd. <laughs> Man. He's just eternal. I've got the art book for that game. I just want to look at it now. I didn't know it's there's a... an art book. Yeah, there's an art book. You can buy it from oh. Amazon Japan. Oh, I'm finding that. Art book and CDs. And in Japan, yeah. there is a Callie and Marie concert. I saw that, and I'm guessing it was like Miku or something over there, holograms. But still, that's yeah, so the, cool. It, did, did you watch that? No, by any chance? I never watched it. You know what? After after it came out, I think because they, they did one. In, did they do one in, in the U.S. as well, or was it just Japan? I think they only did in Japan. If they did in the U.S., I didn't hear about it. Maybe they I did think it was Nintendo just Nintendo World or something. I I think I'm confusing it with the Miku Hatori or uh, Hatsune. Yeah, I think that's Hatsune, what it was. Uh, concert. But after the Japan, the Japanese one went live. Wait, Miku. Ha- um, you mean Miko Miko Hattori? No, uh, Miku Hattori Hanzo. Hatsu. Hattori Hanzo. The the the, the vocal <laughs> I know what you're talking about. This, I'm just mispronouncing her name, like I do everything. It's Miku. Um, Hatsune Miku. There you go. <laughs> but after the 
after the Squid Sisters had their concert, it went on YouTube. And I, I remember I had to go to a family dinner, and I ended up sitting in my my room, like, I'm uh, watching this concert, grinning ear to ear, and then showing up to dinner an hour late. Dancing with them. <laughs> Dancing with the squids. Well, one of the guys on the 8-4 Play podcast, he was talking about how his kid was so happy and, like, dancing around with them. That's really cute. <laughs> I'm right there. That's one thing that Kelly and Mari haven't common with uh, Tupac they're both holograms. holographic <laughs> crossers yeah <laughs> they're real squids are real like Isabel mm, that's true it's true and Tupac was never real <laughs> it's fake something else like when you go in the shops and test the weapons you go in like this little area in the back alley mm-hmm. I don't know it's just a cool thing and you just like blow up balloons and there's like a little basketball hoop and if you throw like a bomb through it they make a little noise <laughs> like wee oh, does it? I haven't even done that yeah there's oh, so many nice little touches in this game I've always wondered if they modeled the uh, test fire area and behind the weapon shop if it's really there it, it probably isn't right because people have already done an out of bounds glitch like uh, in the lobby but I know that when you're in the test area then you can kind of look and see uh the big tower where the zap fish is hanging on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I think it's definitely meant to look like it is, like, physically behind the shop. Yeah. So that's another thing. In the in the single-player game, once you get the zap fish in the game, you get the zap fish, like, in your little lobby area. He's actually, like, there, yeah. like, looming over everything, which is really awesome. Yeah. A little terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so big. It's enormous. Yeah. Something else shows up, but I forgot what it was. Like, it wasn't there originally, and then all of a sudden it appeared there. And I thought it was from the single player mode, but I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. remember. No, okay. I just remember the Zephyrfish. He's a ghost. Yeah. A ghost of a child who died playing the game. <laughs> oh no, Ben. <laughs> ben splatted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, one more, one more cameo, uh, weird little touch thing that I, I just wanted to bring up about the Secret Scrolls, uh, the Sunken Scrolls. The did you guys notice that there is a, a Game and Watch cameo in one of them? Wait, no, I didn't see I that. that. There's there's a, a fuzzy Loch Ness looking parody photo in there when they're oh. talking about octopus weapons, and it's definitely the octopus from Oil Spill. Oh um, yeah, yes. okay, <laughs> now I remember that. That's pretty. I did catch that. It's really nice. I need to go look at those again. Yeah, they're really fun to just kind of glance through every now and again. I mean, I like going into the single-play mode uh, afterwards just to kind of uh, go over to the uh, the octopus guy and kind of gloat a little bit. Yeah. Spray yeah. snow globe some. It's fun to mess around in the single-player mode. I really wish they expanded it. Just, like, I don't know. Maybe had some more stages with the updates or something. Yeah. I was really expecting them to continue it, but they, uh, they did not. Yeah. I'm glad it was there, though. Yeah. It's a yeah. little... You kind of get a little overpowered once everything's fully upgraded, though. Yeah. And it was, like, really no preparation for the actual online mode, but it was a nice touch, yeah. and I'm glad they had it. Yeah. You know, at yeah, least... I, I, like, did a bit more just to be able to get a handle on the controls. Because um, I, I really don't like first-person shooters in general. Um, this is probably the only one that I really like a lot. So being able to go through that and kind of get a handle for how to how to maneuver myself was was really nice but yeah. yeah it really doesn't prepare you for the multiplayer mode at all no. the soundtrack in single player was like 
so weird. It was completely different than the actual online portion. The music, yeah. it was like a totally different genre. It was octoling music. Yeah, it was like octopus music, man. Burp, burp. Remember that? <laughs> dun, 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 I was just thinking about that one. That was my favorite one. Maybe it was octopus music. Maybe that was the intention. I think so. And on the subject of the octa, octolings, man, do you remember? I, w- I think I put it in the notes. I was talking about um, probably like a month or two after the game came out, the official Splatoon Tumblr and maybe their Twitter too, they posted in a, a concept art image, or it looked official, like supposed yeah. to be there, of an octoling, but she wasn't wearing the goggles and she was carrying like a regular uh, inkling splatter shot. And the post was like, oh no, or something like that. Like they were surprised to see it and. You know, I assume everybody would think, oh boy, octolings are coming. And then a year later, no octolings. 
What's I that? Think, a- I think they meant. I don't know if they're still going to do it, but I think they meant to put them in at one point. Yeah, the people actually were able to pull the models out and associate them with the with the one of the with a playable character. Like they have all the oh, yeah. everything's in there. You can even yeah. and they do have them without the masks too. Yeah, yeah. The cutting room floor actually had like a picture of one of them without the mask. That's cool. It's kind of weird how much stuff seems to be hidden on that disc. Yeah, there's an awesome kraken. Well, wasn't there also um, somebody discovered like the clothing of like like Link's clothing? What? Uh, the the tunics, and like there was like uh, a lot of rumors going around that they were going to be unlockable with the with amiibos. Hmm. Man, so don't, don't, maybe they will be. Oh, they they are sized. Was it Link. made for Inklings, or was it like a, a like a model from a different Zelda game? Linklings. No, I think it was made for Inklings. Uh, oh. Man, do so. do not break my heart with this with this nonsense again, because they were also uh, they had those rumors about um, they had the rumors about Mario with the. Uh, with, oh, I remember hearing about that with one. With the flood. With the flood, right? Oh, that would have been so perfect. <laughs> Wait, so I only vaguely remember that. What was that? Well, it was he, supposed to... he popped up in the amiibo box. Okay. As if putting him in there would unlock something. People were kind of speculating. I mean, people weren't gonna th- weren't thinking. Oh, yeah, Mario will be in the game. No, they're probably like clothing or something like that. The reference uh, or something. So weird. This is like, <laughs> like what's his name? What was his name in Street Fighter Two? Uh, Shin Long. Shin Long. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Defeated. <laughs> or it's just like, is he? Is it really in the game? Is it there? Yeah, you have to. Uh, what was it? You have to get ten consecutive perfects against M Bison. Yeah. So that's how you. That's how you get these characters in Splatoon. You yeah. have to win ten matches without getting hit once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then Akuma comes out. Yeah. And if you can perfect him. <laughs> then, then you become an Octoling. Then the truck will roll out of the way and you can get Mew. <laughs> right, behind the truck is Mega Man. He offers you a ham sandwich. And if you can eat it in ten seconds, uh, you get the spo- special bonus level where everything's backwards. <laughs> And then you get Mario with the Flood. And then you get the Octoling with the Octokraken. So they definitely planned the Octoling. Do you think that all that stuff in the game was just cut and they just didn't take it out of the disc? Or are they, were they planning it and decided not to? I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe they thought this was going to like blow up Wii U or something. Like maybe uh, Wii what? U would start selling again. Which it did in Japan for a while. This actually yeah. like moved Wii U. Yeah. My gut feeling is is that they probably decided against introducing the Octoling in this one in order to bring him into the sequel. Because yeah. I have a feeling that if they had put him into this Splatoon, it just would have been a different skin for the player. Yeah. But I have a feeling that they're going to probably do something where they have like different abilities or a different set of abilities um, than the than Inklings do in whatever the sequel is. Yeah, that'd be really neat. It, it, this way, it's yeah. it's, it's kind of like uh, two different modes of play. Maybe um, right. Maybe it's kind of like you have one profile for one, one for the other one. Yeah. Or at the very least, they could have made another single player campaign for it, yeah. like from the other point that of view. That would be cool. Oh man. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I would have loved that. See, I for one want to hear the, the point of view of the octo of the uh, the octolings because I mean, come on, they're getting a little bit of a slap. They're not. They're getting a lot of uh, a lot of crap from these uh, lazy, lazy, lazy squids here. Yeah, I have a feeling they have a way different opinion of what happened. <laughs> yeah, didn't they? Didn't the the octolings say like the squids originally stole the zapfish? 
I thought there was something in the scrolls about that. I don't it remember something that like that. Like the squids chases underground, but now we have the zapfish, so we're good. I remember there being something where the squids lost a battle early on because they didn't want to wake up in time for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there was something they had that gave them the edge. Maybe it was that fish. I don't remember. I think it was Judd. It was Judd cheating. Another thing that's cool about the music is it's all in like squid language. Except, of course, the octo music, which is probably an octopus language. (laughs) I think that very last one. Octolings communicate entirely in dun 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 dun. (laughs) It's about the only lyrics. The the weird thing I think about about that whole, all the the octolings and 
it seems like they're almost an urban legend to most of the most of the uh, the Inklings. Yeah, yeah. Because they try yeah. to keep it a secret. Uh, the general's on uh, cuttlefish is underground, and he's pulling you in there. And then when when everything happens, not spoiling the deep and meaningful plot of this uh, single player campaign here, <laughs> but they. Uh, it almost seems like he says to keep it on a down low. People will freak out if they knew this happened. But apparently yeah, nobody noticed that the, the freaking zap fish was gone to begin with, which is kind of weird. No. It's like a <laughs> giant looming face. They did a good job of like <laughs> they really kind of painted Cuttlefish as a conspiracy theorist. If you look at he, he had like yeah. that big cork board next to his shack, his little shanty. Yeah, and it had all these photos of zap fish and octolings. Well, there's a whole thing where Kelly and Marie were like his his. Uh, soldiers yeah i think they're his nieces yeah yeah i think so yeah i think they're his they're his grand squids oh okay and i think they're cousins that's right that's what i was thinking nieces they're cousins yeah and they won like a some music talent show when they were kids and it actually has like the sheet music for the for their little anthem (laughs) oh yeah if you if you uh played it out it went dun 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 Dun, 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 or whatever the theme was that played <laughs> during the final boss battle. Oh, that, that was a nice touch. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So wait a minute. So Kelly and Marie are cousins? Yes. Yeah. So they're not Squid Sisters then? But they no. called them the Squid Sisters. But they called them the Squid, squid Sisters. It's false advertising. It's a stage name. It's like Jack and Meg White. Come on. <laughs> but they're cousins. She kept the last names. They're Squid Cousins. <laughs> Squid Cousins does not have this. Does not roll off the tongue as no, well. As squid Sisters. Roll off the tongue. Yeah. No. Well, that's why they're called the Squid Sisters and not the Squid Cousins. I just don't won't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> so, what was your favorite weapon in this game? What I found myself like going back and forth between a few weapons, but ultimately I went to the Octo Brush and like never leave the Octo Brush anymore. Because I just love the Octobrush, because it's that giant paintbrush. I use the Octobrush for a little while, because unlike the uh, Inkbrush, it has actual killing power if you want to use it. Yeah. But it's slow. Slower. Yeah. It's fun to use, though. Just pop I up think... and go, swipe, 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 swipe. <laughs> yeah, it, it shoots so much ink out. You, if Once they're there, you know they're there, but you can't see where they are, because your screen is just covered. Yeah, if you can't get close to people with that, that's the problem getting close to people. If you get close to people, you can blow them up, though. Yeah, they get blinded. I think I started off, my first favorite weapon was the uh, 52 gal, because I believe it was like a two-hit kill. It was really strong, but the fire rate wasn't as good, and the coverage kind of sucked. Yeah, that one was fun to use. Yeah, once the carbon roller came out, though, that's like the assassin weapon. I like the noise the 52 gal made. It's like it was like splut 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 splut. Yeah. Gross. See, the roller is kind of fun though because it's kind of there's nothing like that anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally different. Again, all these weapons like really feel different. Of course they do, but like going between the roller and any of the guns or the octo brush, it it's like a different game. Yeah, once I started playing again a couple of weeks ago, then I got boring, and now I'll use the uh, the Berry Splattershot Pro, just because it's really good. It's got terrible ink efficiency, but, you know, it does what you pointed at. And I'm just, I'm not good enough to sneak up on people anymore. No, I, I loved the, the NES 
uh, the classic NES gun. Oh, yeah, a long time. In Zap. Um, the Zapper, yeah. Um, absolutely love that. And then at some point I started using the bucket. And I, I forget which bucket it was, but the bucket that had... I want to say its special ability was where it, it showed you where all of your opponents were uh, in relation to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the, um, the the bucket is probably my favorite weapon now. Is that the Tri-Slosher? Maybe. I was, I was looking up right now because I know there's the Splatoon website, webpage where it shows you what weapon you've used last. And I'm having a hard time finding that webpage right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Split, 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 split. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Wait, which, which NES Zapper were you using? Because there's three of them now. Yeah. Oh, I was using the classic one, the gray one. Yeah, okay, cool. The, one. I think Zapper, was it? I forgot what they call it. Zapper 85? 85, 85 yeah, and 89 was the orange one. Yeah, 89 is the orange one. This, What's the third one? 83. It's a Famicom. Oh really? I didn't, I didn't see know that about one. that. Yeah, I think that was new. Yeah, that's a that's a part of. Uh, there were two big uh, weapon updates there. The Sheldon's picks, and that's kind of like the the way the, the way the weapons work in this game. Kind of makes me think that whatever they're going to do next, um, they're probably just going to have like, like weapon types, and then you customize them because the, really the the variety of sub weapons and supers that you get associated with them are the only real differences between them all. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I I usually tend to stick to the uh, the Aerospray RG right now. Just one of the guys you get from uh, collecting everything in uh, at the end of the single player mode. But the Octobrush is still really fun for me. I like that. Yeah, it was kind of obnoxious when you didn't play for a while and you came back because Sheldon <laughs> would just be like, "Oh, you got blah blah blah," and he would it yes. would go on for like fifteen minutes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like at first you were reading them and then you were just mashing the button hoping it would end soon. <laughs> Like I'm glad I know I know there's new weapons. There's a lot of them. Great. Let me just let me look this up later. Let me look this up later. Sheldon, Sheldon, shut up. Sheldon, Sheldon. Stop, Stop. Sheldon. And like it had pictures of his grandfather in those in those um scrolls too. Yeah. I think it was his grandfather. Yeah, his great grandpappy. Yeah. There was a guy who was like a shrimp. He was like shrimp tempura. What was his oh, name? Yeah. Kicks. Or is that the name of the store? Or is that the guy from Animal Crossing? Kicks is That's the guy from Animal Crossing. Crossing. Oh, I, was, I thought that was the name of the store, too. Kicks. Oh, it might be. Uh, all crosses over with Animal Crossing. They had the little anemone girl. Yeah, Annie and Mo. Yeah. Yeah, those characters are great. And I did. Did, did you also catch the other? There is that. Uh, this the the secret scroll that had an an old ad for uh, tempura based shrimp. In a Japanese restaurant, and they're like, "Wait, that's the same kind of coat that the guy from the from the shoe store wears." <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking of all this music now. Yeah, the music is addictive, and I also uh, that's uh, something I appreciate about this that I don't think anybody's going to appreciate as much as me. There's a lot of things in this music that are vaguely ska, like third wave '90s ska. Huh? Mm. Really? Like the the like I think. It, 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 where it's not really like actual ska, but at the uh, there's there's the one where where um you know the music during during a match is it goes on full uh, you know, it goes on throughout you know there's some of them that are that are on the upbeat like a 90s somewhat ska song, but one of them when you get to the one minute left and everything speeds up, I think one one of the like really often one of the ones that was there from the beginning, um they'll actually do the thing in a ska song where they should just shout out ska. Randomly, oh yeah, so, oh, this is wonderful. I do remember that. 
I didn't like it whenever they would always play. At first, I didn't like it when they play the same song every time, no matter what the music was for the one minute um, warning. Mm -hmm. But it was good because once you've heard it enough, you know exactly how many seconds are left in the match just by what part of the song you're at. (laughs) Oh, and I I looked it up, y'all. The shrimp is, his name is Krusty Sean. He's the, the Rasta shrimp. Uh, he's got little. He's got uh, <laughs> tiny little uh, sneakers on his uh, on the little legs yes. sticking out of his yeah. chest too. <laughs> yeah, they had. They actually had like separate bands. I don't know if they had more than one, but there was at least one separate band that was singing these songs you heard in the background. Oh, there's an ad for them in the, in the square too. Yeah. 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 There's a squid. Well, there's a squid sisters. There was. Um, what was the first band? That, that you started the game with, Chirpy Chirps. No, they were the DL or the the update band. It was chir- oh. Chirpy Chips, Chippy Chirps, ABXY, whatever they call them. And then there was High Tide Era, and they played the kind of I don't know what you would call that music. They There's were the ones. That, they, they were like dressed like a ska band. Basically, they had the ties and everything. See, I love that there are actually fake bands that are playing this music too. Yeah, we, we don't even realize they were there, and it, yet here they are. They've got kind of got bios or something, I'm sure. There's like bridges and cars moving around in the background, so there's other stuff going on in this world. It's like you're only in this one little part, and there's a subway, <laughs> there's a train, light rail or subway or whatever that brings the kids to the square. Yeah, and you yeah. can hear the Japanese, uh, the, the Japanese entering the station kind of song on the that they have in the public transport over there. Yeah, a little yeah. jingle. Yeah, it was one. It was one of the Squid Sister songs. And they're actually oh, cool. they're like the language you see written everywhere is like a mix between Japanese and English and probably something else. Like if if you see that shirt they're wearing, it actually says Ika on it. <laughs> in uh, I think it's in a uh, katakana or no, it's in a um, hiragana. I think I'd have to look at it again, but it, it says Ika. Oh yeah, that'd be like a shirt. Well, one of us wearing a shirt that says human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can pull that. You know who has it is um the king of games right the awesome Japanese shirt shop who's run by Edit Mode who's another I don't know, they just sell like video game clothing but the king of games sells like specifically Nintendo clothing I guess EditMode.jp I gotta find this shirt just so I can confirm it says Ika on it but I know it says Ika I know what you're talking about it's the um. On the back, on the bottom of the shirt, it actually says squid, but in English, but in a weird kind of font. Yeah. If you can find the shirt. I, I got that shirt, actually, the yellow one. Yeah, I got the yellow one, too. Cool. Yeah, it looks like it says, it looks like it says, like, OK, or O-N mm. or something, like in big letters. Can I can I just point out really quick, okay. um, the King of Games definitely misspelled games on one of these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, they didn't spell. They meant to spell Gamai. <laughs> yeah, so if you like type out Ika and Hiragana, it looks like that on the shirt. Or you might think it says OK or ON or something. Oh, that's so awesome. I, I need one of these. I got the yellow one. And they had sweaters. The King of Gamai's had pre order <laughs> Splatoon sweat. Sweatoon. Sweatoon. And they had one. With, with Judd on it, and there are these awesome-looking shirts, and you could pre-order them between September 7th and the 15th. And now you can't. Ah. So my life is over. They'll probably offer them again. <laughs> they actually like the split. The one with the squids on it actually has like all the Splatoon language on the back. Oh yeah. 
I bet it actually says something. See, I mean, hmm. they had some stuff like this at um, at Nintendo World for a little while. They cleared it out all out to make room for I don't know, uh, um, something not as good. Yeah, Yokai oh. Watch probably. Oh yeah, more Yokai Watch. You know, for the children, for the children. As we sit here discussing this game, that probably was designed with children in mind. <laughs> hey now, I I can admit it. I can admit it. It's okay. <laughs> I can enjoy it, and it can be made for children. It's all right. Have any of you guys ever ordered from King of Games? No. No. Okay, so when they send stuff, they like send stuff in the boxes with that Famicom Pulse on it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the oh old, yeah, the super yeah. old Famicom games that has it's a really Pulse nice presentation. Symbol. Yeah, but like the split these for these sweaters, they have like Splatoon stickers all over them. They just look really cool. Mm-hmm. So they how much did? are those sweaters? Like probably about ninety bucks, huh? Oh, probably like 150 bucks with shipping. Oh, jeez. And plus, yeah, I know his EMS shipping went up too, so it's probably really a hundred. Okay, ten thousand five hundred eighty-four yen, which is like a hundred and five, hundred and three dollars. Hmm. And that's probably like fifty dollars in shipping, fifty jeez. or sixty dollars to ship it. I remember when I got the squid shirt; it was like fifty or sixty bucks, I think, just for the shirt. Yeah. Like I love buying stuff from these guys, but I only do it like once every other year because their stuff's so expensive. Yeah. But it's so cool. Yeah, it's about the only like really nice official Nintendo stuff that you can get. Yeah. I wish there was more of it. I wish they didn't misspell games on their <laughs> <laughs> the official site as Gamais. Well, guys, 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 guys. Well, I'm gonna lose some money and gain a gain a shirt or two. Great. Thanks, Finch. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> For making me simultaneously uh, happier excellent. and more poor. They're excellent. This podcast is sponsored by the King of Gamayas. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah, send me a yeah. shirt. I don't care, guys. Yeah, I love the uh, the details on these shirts. They're, they're incredible. Wait, so like he... I love the, the little. I'm looking at them right now. Like the little, like the tag on the lower right hand corner of the shirt. That's so cool. Yeah. Most I got was a uh, Nintendo NYC had uh, had hats. I've got the one. Like I sent you guys a photo of it with that's got like an octo octoling uh, logo on it. Yeah. Nice. Underneath the brim, it's got a whole plethora of uh, goofy colored uh, splats, like on the box and like everything else they have. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's and it's also it's a hat that's uh, large enough to fit on my gargantuanly sized head. <laughs> I wasn't expecting. So, do you remember when this was shown at E3? Like all the Nintendo people were just acting wacky. Like they wore squid hats and were like writhing on the floor. <laughs> what? No. You don't remember this? I remember the squid no. hats, but not. I didn't writhing. see any of it. Okay, I, I had to find like video of this. It was like Bill Trennan and all the other treehouse people was just like writhing around like squids. Finch, they better be writhing when I see the video. Oh. <laughs> I want it to seem like they're possessed. If not, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> so here's a note: most Japanese Splatfests are sponsored. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I was looking that up before. There's a ton of them that are just uh, different Suntory drinks compared, uh, huh. different flavors of ramen. It's hmm. weird. It's just a, that's like a bizarre throwback to the old days when they used to make like Famicom games that were basically ramen commercials. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the the B, the BS Saddle of you, uh, like reskins of games and stuff like that. Oh, there were ones like on Famicom this system. Like there was a Mario Brothers. It was actually like a better version of Mario Brothers than. Oh, that was all night Nippon. Yeah, all yes. night, it was like a radio show. I think. Well, 
Yeah, that was like the super. That was for Super Mario Brothers, where it was all night Nippon, where it was yeah. actually a media crossover with a radio show, which is the most bizarre thing ever. But it's actually like a version of Super Mario Brothers. It's like the versus Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, it was an arcade original. where they kind of mix up everything. Oh. So if you ever get the chance to play it, getting it legally is kind of difficult. But I'd imagine. Don't worry. <laughs> but it's actually really cool. <laughs> like all the toads are sprite swapped with radio host from this all night nippon show yeah try downloading that in like 1997 when nes emulators are still kind of new and having no idea what is going on in the game yeah uh, so really quick about about those about those uh the japanese splatfests and the sponsorships so we got we got ones that were we got three right that i think that were that were sponsored in america we got one spongebob one of transformers and what well, Pokemon kind of counts, I guess. I guess Pokemon. Well, there was also if that counts, the Mitomo one about the, the the parties also probably counts. What was the yeah. Pokemon Splatfest? Uh, red versus red blue. Uh, blue. Oh, red versus blue. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I don't think Europe got nearly as. No, I think Europe they only had the the, the red versus blue one. Uh, oh, and no, okay, they they just didn't get the Transformers one. But uh, in Japan, Japan like it was nuts. They actually had. I think there were fewer that weren't sponsored than there were that were. Oh. So it was like they, they've got Maruchan, uh, Maruchan ramen flavors, <laughs> uh, Kirin drinks, uh, lemon tea versus milk tea. Um, they, they've got, they had an actual uh, Squid Girl sponsored one too. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, there was a, there was a Dragon Quest one. What? what? Yeah. What were go- the subjects? You know, I remember categories. that. Cause yeah. I remember seeing the Dragon Quest shirts and being incredibly pissed off, but we didn't get it. Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, like the auto battle settings from from Dragon Quest. That so was go all out versus focus on healing. <laughs> was it? That's great. Yeah. And then there, was, there was a Seven Eleven Onigiri brand one and uh, a Meiji uh, Mushroom Mountain versus Bamboo Shoot. See, I mean, this is just the type of stuff games. when wow. people are like, "Oh, Japan's not better than the U.S." It's like, yes, it is. Look at this. Yeah. yeah come on. How can you say that? I remember it was a running joke that the European Splatfests were like the most boring ones in the world. <laughs> what was it like? Sleepy versus awake, or something like that. Yeah. Rock versus pop, zombies oh, versus yeah. ghosts, messy versus tidy. Oh, but messy they did, versus they, tidy. That was they, the one. they did have, have hoverboard versus jet, uh, jetpack, and that makes me kind of jealous. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. That's pretty cool. Pro Europe. God, hoverboard all the way. Come on. So this game still appears on like the top twenty list in Japan, and occasionally it like sneaks into the top ten again. It's just like an evergreen title, but only in Japan. I don't think it was as popular in the U.S. or Europe as it was there. Yeah, it was sad when we were playing you and me, Finch. There was we were like the only non-Japanese names up there. I think. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen a lot. And then there was like one guy named Ted who was level two, and I was like, "Oh, that's a fake level two. Just watch." And then I see him walk off the um, base panel, just like spray- <laughs> spraying the floor with his junior. Like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> See, but that's amazing, though. Like, this game is over a year old, and we're still seeing brand new players. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. to see that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a great change of pace that, that it, nice. people are still buying it. It's sad that it's not as popular as it was, but it is it is good that it's still going on. That you can actually play games and it's still... You know what? I mean, I, I have never gone into a match and not been playing within three minutes. Yeah. Uh, I, I've had like, a couple occurrences, but really? it's not common. 
Yeah, I mean, it seems like more likely than not. It's I've never had a problem just getting a match going. Especially if you play towards the evening, when I think like people on the other side of the world are waking up. Specifically Japan. Yeah. <laughs> when they're going to their Kirby cafes and watching their Squid <laughs> Sister con- concerts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been real thankful because I usually play in the morning. Um, and yeah, I've never had a problem. So it's, it makes me happy. Yeah. So it must make everyone happy. So it's all good. Yeah, I don't have too many problems. It works surprisingly well when you're playing against nothing but Japanese people. Yeah. You can tell yeah. the lag sometime. Like, um, what? When you get hit while you're behind the wall. Every once in a while you'll see lag. Or like people will be jumping around or something weird. Yeah. Or also you'll be shooting them and nothing happens. I mean, this and Mario yeah, so I mean, start spotless are great. Yeah. Yeah, I've really had no... I have had almost no problems at all. Some kind of trickery there. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, say, like Smash Brothers, where Smash Brothers, you feel the lag the instant you load up any match. <laughs> but Splatoon and Mario Kart always feel, feel great to me. Um... You know, when, but I guess this kind of brings us to something else about Splatoon is that there's no voice chat. Yeah. So how do you guys feel about that? I think it's great. I'm for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. it too. Okay, so this was the first big online game that I really got into. Yeah. Like I don't there I can't think of anything else before this that I really played a lot online that I considered like pretty much an online only game. Like I play Smash Bros. I only I didn't play Smash Bros. that much online though, or um I played Mario Kart quite a bit online, but that was it. But this one, like I didn't. One of the things about online games is they talked about this is like people will be kind of nervous getting into them because you'll have like people who are really good at the game just screaming at you. Yeah, I think that was actually one of the main reasons they did it was that was the the screaming the acting. Yeah, that was actually it right there. <laughs> like people are making fun of Nintendo for this choice, but it's like, no, this is good. I don't but, want to cussing or racist. That's the only language. reason you need. But I mean, really though, like I mean, even when I have played online games in the past, I never want to talk to random people. Yeah, like I, I want to talk. If I'm going to talk to anybody, it's going to be to my friends. Like that was the whole point of like Xbox Live parties. Like as soon as parties came out on Xbox Live. You went into a party, and you never touched the the public voice channel ever again. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Um, I did play Uno on Xbox 360. That was the first. That counts. That counts. <laughs> that does count. So how but, abusive I mean, but, did they get on the Uno games? Uh, not oh. that bad. I would just scream <laughs> stuff all the time, but it was just random, like, owl noises. And... <laughs> I, I, I ran into quite a few racist, abusive people on Uno. Good but, gravy. And you know, when I tried to get into like Gears of War, I stopped playing it because people were always like, "Oh, that's that's embarrassing." Because I'd like run onto the train tracks or something. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I don't like this. Not fun for me." Yep. Yeah, but I mean that, that's just those. Like you know what? In, in this year of our Lord, 2016. Year of like, our Luigi. Come on. <laughs> year of our Luigi. Eternal year like, of Luigi. We, we have like so many means of doing voice chat. Yeah. outside of the game you know like we all have smartphones we all have skype we all have line <laughs> we all have ways of doing voice chat yeah, if we want um, it it's there but right so i mean i don't need it in the game um and especially with randoms like one of the things i love about splatoon is that you go into a match it pulls up a pool of eight players and then between each round it's distributing all eight of those players into different teams 
So somebody that could have been your enemy last round is now your your teammate this one. Yeah, yeah. that was really smart, I think. A good way to keep hard feelings from developing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, like, I never... I mean, thankfully. I mean, maybe I'm just incredibly lucky, but I never encountered, like, somebody that was just an idiot doing stupid things just to throw everyone off. Oh, I did. Uh, did you? You can tell them. They're the ones that will just walk across the map and jump in circles around you whenever you're playing. But I'm like... Maybe I just ignored them. I don't know. Yeah. I never had that. Oh, well, I, no, I, I had mean, that you'll... just today. I've seen it a lot. <laughs> just jump in circles while you're playing. So yeah. we're standing on the pad shooting up straight for a while. But I think that also might have been because the other two people on the well, like me and the other two people on the team were just carrying the whole thing, and I think oh, we yeah. were running by such a margin that he just decided that he was going to take a sandwich break or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm lucky too because I I always went into Splatoon with two objectives. My main objective was to win, and my second second objective was just to be the best player on the team, or at least the top two players on the team. <laughs> we're here to win, and Not here you to know make friends. If, if I. And if I was at least the, one of the top, even if I was on the losing team, if I was one of the top two players, I was happy about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just that's yeah. always kind of nice. You know, one thing about that that I that I noticed that it, I think it's a, a weird bit of framing they do. It's never team A versus team B. It's always good guys versus bad guys, and maybe this yeah. is more yeah. that turf war thing coming back in there. But you know, your team is always the good guys. You're oh, yeah. never considered bad guys. It's always well, framing. No, no villain is ever the you know. Every, every villain is the hero of their own story. Right. Splatoon. So even in turf war. Splatoon. <laughs> even turf war. Yeah, only the victors war. write the history. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't doubt it was intentional. <laughs> yeah, especially if you look at the Sea Scrolls, they That's really <laughs> uh, they really insinuated that the squids weren't necessarily the. Ex- you know, perfect good guys in the whole situation. Oh, yeah. Like the Octoling group, the Hamas, when they came out. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't talk about that too much. <laughs> <laughs> Going a little deep here. Going a little deep. The squids pushed all the Octolings into their own territory, even though the Octolings <laughs> were there first. Mm-hmm. Walled it all off. Now the Octolings live in teapots mm-hmm. their means of transportation is uh is becoming becoming ink and <laughs> kind of and then transferring themselves to steam and traveling to another pot damn that's what it seems yeah. like to me i'm sure this platoon expanded universe is really dark oh man <laughs> oh yeah it is <laughs> The ESU, the Expanded Splatoon Universe. Uh-huh. Some really bizarre, <laughs> unexpected messaging in this. Global warming. Got Racism. It. Yeah. Got, and and, and religion. Here. If you look at it. Yeah. But the whole, yeah, the Zapfish was like, he not only powered their city, he was like some kind of religious icon. Yeah, he was our deity. And the fax machine. Yeah, the fax machine. <laughs>
Man, I want that world development book. I just want to see everything in it. The shame that Splatoon manga was just an ad for the game. The what? There, there was a, there was a short Splatoon. Oh, the manga. manga. Yeah. Okay. They describe all like the wars and terrible things that are happening now. No, we need one of those things like Hyrule Historia, but it's like Splatoon uh, Splastery or something like that. <laughs> the only thing that has this kind of messaging in it, where it's kind of like dark and weirdly cynical and weirdly on point, is Mother Three. Yeah, I was going to say, Splatoon is like, for how it looks, it's one of the most cynical first-party Nintendo properties. Like, if you really dig into it. Yeah. Jesus, getting Boys so dark. Are... Yeah. <laughs> do, do we know if the development team for Splatoon was primarily younger developers? Well, they say younger, but it's like people have been at Nintendo for like 10 years as opposed to 30 years. Okay, well, you know what? That's still pretty young, though. Yeah. I mean, that means they started during the GameCube. Yeah, and they actually like made comments on how they were, how they'd actually like played other games on other consoles, and they, had, they were big into first-person shooters. So, yeah, they weren't just like, oh, we don't have time to play video games. Like, you know, the I mean, normal I mean, I video game really... development quote. <laughs> well, I think it really shows, though. Like, I think it's, and I think that's what's becoming so interesting um, now with game development is that we're getting a lot of fans that are now really getting into game development yeah um and i think it's really showing through like you know i mean for all the things that we say about miyamoto like you know again <laughs> he's kind of in his own little bubble most of the time no i mean like like me like hearing that me that miyamoto but, played somebody amigo at least once was like internet stopping news you know like yeah. but but all yeah, these I new developers I take that. I think Miyamoto plays video, still plays video games because we talked about that. How he like was a really big fan of Pac-Land. Yeah. So I think he does play a lot of video games and probably takes those into his own development. Except yeah, like but, Star Fox, who knows what he was doing with it. But I do think like Splatoon is like a, is like a good sign of having like a smaller focus team, a younger smaller focus team, go ahead and make something new. Yeah. Rather than be put on, you know, the next Mario or exactly some, yeah. s- some spinoff that nobody really cares about. It's like Mario or Zelda. Right. And people say that a lot, like Nintendo only makes Mario or Zelda games, which isn't true, but that perception is kind of true. Because there are an awful lot of Mario and Zelda games. And yeah, I love yeah. all of them. However, <laughs> they do need to get away from that. Because I mean, they have Animal Crossing, which is huge. They have... Splatoon now, which is big. They just need more of it. And they're such a conservative uh, developer that they really don't seem to want to go for anything that's not a sure thing. Like, look at the amiibo shortages when they first came out. Oh, yeah. Nobody knew they were going to be that big. I guess Nintendo most of all. Now there's too many of them. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo yeah. is right. <laughs> I mean, they are conservative, but they've, I mean, they still put out things that I would say are a bit risky or... Like, that they don't even market enough, like yeah. like Code uh, Code Steam or yeah. Style. What's the name of that, style that fashion savvy. game? Yeah, Style Savvy. Style Savvy. Yeah. They were the ones who picked up Yokai Watch to publish in America, even though Yokai Watch was like their biggest competitor. Oh wait, 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 and also right, yeah, Bayonetta Two. Yeah, Bayonetta Two. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful One Hundred and One. I mean, yeah, I mean they do a lot. I mean Nintendo does a lot more than anyone gives them credit for. That weird ass failure of a console, Wii U. <laughs> it is funny that anytime they announce anything then it's like oh Nintendo is finished and almost every time they're proven wrong Yeah, like they're, they are right more often than not 
Yeah, I just I just want to write like a Twitter bot that just kind of filters all those messages out of my feed because it's it's redundant and it's never correct. Yeah. So. I just want people to shut up and play a video game. Yeah. That would be nice too. And it doesn't matter who wins or loses. We've got squids. <laughs> we're happy. <laughs> turf war though. Turf war matters. Well, it doesn't matter who wins or loses. Just remember, we're the good guys. They're the bad guys. Damn right. <laughs> right. Goddamn octopi people. God damn everybody who's not me. <laughs> God damn eight-legged freaks. <laughs> People should have ten legs. No less, no more. And a beak. Why don't they have a beak? <laughs> it's right. When they had that picture of the squid kid with those teeth and people were all upset about it oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh they already said that squids don't have bones they just look like they do yeah we never see the squid adults only squid kids oh we, we have cuttlefish so they do grow up we just yeah. oh yeah know how they look point. when they get really old not when they oh. get cor- also too uh kelly and marie aren't kids no they're oh, more yes. like squid teens yeah yeah like squid teen, squid young adults, somewhere that area. It's more commentary. Like you're either a kid, you're a teenager who's really popular, or you're nothing, or you're just a hundred <laughs> years old. Oh man, maybe that's more that cynical, that cynical. Uh, uh, oh, I was going for something really intelligent. Yes. <laughs> conversation you about cartoon squid shooting at each other. It's like Japan after the age of thirty, you might as well be a hundred years old. Yep. Captain Cuttlefish. Exactly. You're either a kid, and then from there, you either go on to become a famous pop idol, or you become like a, a desiccated husk underneath in the sewers, where you belong. <laughs> That's right. You go to the sewers, where you belong. <laughs> no room for adults here. Get married by the age 30, or you're useless. <laughs> Get all used up and have to hang out outside a shanty shack with a snow globe with an octopus in it all your life, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> playing all that rap music all the time I don't understand it <laughs> there's one song always called the Shin Megami song because it sounds like Shin Megami music it's the one that goes da 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 oh yeah it's <laughs> so good <laughs>
And all the music in Splatoon is so good. Like, I love every track in that, in that game. It's fantastic. So, I mean, there's not much else to talk about about Splatoon. Splatoon's over. It's dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. that's not true. What, what do you... Do you have any hopes for the sequel? Yeah. Do you have anything that you would love to see them put in a sequel? Okay. Or do you even want a sequel? Would you rather just see them update this? No, I want a sequel. Okay, the primary reason I want a sequel is because more people will play it than if they just keep updating this. Because mm-hmm. people like new things. Like, you already see people going, Oh, the Wii U and the 3DS are old news. We want to see the NX. Like, they're, they're still making, like, 3DS games, but people don't want those. People don't care about those. I do. I want them, I, but... No, I'm not still there. <laughs> people want the new stuff. Yeah. And I, I think they need to make a new Splatoon for NX, because people will come back to it. And yeah, that, I, eventually the servers for this are going to shut down. And no. Yeah. I'm going to cry. Oh. I think about that. But it's I was happen. actually really thinking about that the other day. It was, yeah, once these servers go down, like what happens to splatoon like the, the game's over then yeah no you can't you can't play it offline i mean you can play the single player no but... you can play land battle right i mean yeah. you, you got to have multiple wii u's and tvs i think yeah. you know what didn't they have that at like um yeah a squid storm kind of... it was a um a competition they had a little while ago yeah there's still hope up. So if this game came out at the beginning of the wii u i think the wii u would have been a lot more popular yeah yeah, yeah so do i like I, this and Mario Maker, I think yeah. they they were those system sellers they were looking for for so long, and I think they just came out way too late. Yeah, because as yeah. usual, the two games that utilize the main feature of the system, that screen and the tablet, uh, it took them the entire length of the system's life to come out. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. sad, because yep. they're both fantastic. They're both fantastic ideas. They're like the things you dream of. They're like... They're not the things people ask for, except Mario Maker. People were asking for that, but they were the things that people actually wanted. Something new, something fresh. Something borrowed, something blue. <laughs> no, something <laughs> borrowed, something blue. So Keen and I were talking about this like a while ago. Do you think that Overwatch is kind of in the same... I never played Overwatch. I only like some of the characters. <laughs> Who here has actually played Overwatch? You know what? I've played a little bit of Overwatch. Yeah. I played the beta. It, played it once or twice. I, I really like Overwatch. I mean, again, like for somebody that doesn't like first-person shooters, like I, I really liked Overwatch as well. I mean, it's, and it's, over, it's got it's really colorful. It's like has a sense of fun behind it. It's not just like go around shooting right. people. Well, that too, and it has a lot of like the same like a lot of the things I like about Splatoon's multiplayer, like the levels always being random and the modes of play always being random. Yeah, um, like that's very attractive about Overwatch to me. Has a rabbit in it? Huh? <laughs> She's a diva. Rabbit robot. <laughs> well, I think there's one thing separating Splatoon uh, from Overwatch, and I think uh, that makes me lean towards Splatoon more. So, is uh, the Splatoon matches three minutes done oh yeah that's true overwatch yeah. team fortress 2 pc shooters uh mobas held anything like that nowadays you have to sit there for like half hour 45 minutes and sometimes the tide is turned so much in the opposite side's uh favor that you sit there and you're not having fun yeah with this you, it, you could come around at the end and just steamroll the guys if you know what you're doing but you know there's always a chance if your team isn't terrible hmm. yeah i mean again i only played a handful of overwatch games because unfortunately my computer just wasn't able to handle it 
all that well. <laughs> but the matches I was able to play, like, I, I never felt like any of the matches were more than a few minutes. Hmm. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't. I mean, maybe there's more. But well, yeah, it depends on the mode, remember. really. If you're doing the one where Does you it, have okay. to um, escort the the truck, the flying truck through the level or something, yeah. then that can get into some pretty brutal overtime, where you're just mm, please okay. God let it end. <laughs> escort the tower. Yeah, I want the tower. I prefer the tower with the yeah. ice cream truck. So, tower truck song. The dragon thing that shot stuff. The rainmaker. Oh, the rainmaker. Rainmaker. Yeah, the rain. I don't. I, I never quite understood the rainmaker. Like it shot big blasts. Yes, you okay. get you get it, and he sh- shoots big blasts, but people still got to protect you because you can't really protect yourself with that thing. Right, it's like yeah. a it's a, tornado gun, but you can only walk while you have it. Yeah. Oh, right. And okay. You, and I don't think you can squid either. No. No, you can squid. Yeah, just okay, really squid slowly. Yeah. Okay. And plus, you're glowing, so everyone can see you, even if you try to hide. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's kind of like if you don't know the level that well, it's kind of hard to figure out where you're supposed to go. It's actually yeah. kind of a challenge. It's fun though. But yeah, we didn't talk about those short matches. That's another great thing about this game. They're yeah. just they go by fast. You don't have to sit on a long time. And like you were saying, they can like the tide of battle can change really quick in this game. Yeah. So you're not get to it. You can't sit there. You're not sitting there for like thirty minutes and <laughs> fighting a hopeless war. Right. Watching. I mean, sometimes the the ranked matches do go in overtime, but it's never a tremendous amount. Nah. I never had an overtime. I always thought that... I've had a few. Like, uh, oh, you know, maybe it's because it's ranked and I usually play the public stuff. Because public, uh, like, they'll they'll just make the... They'll just side towards one or the other one if it's too, yeah. if it's yeah. too even. Yeah, I remember people were experimenting with that to see how how um, fair it really was. And so they would do a, a private match where nobody shot at all. And so hmm. randomly, one side or the other would get 1% more than the other. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I remember people no were ties. talking about that. They're like, when people were within like point one percent of a vote, people are like, "Oh, I wonder if any, I wonder if both teams actually won." Yeah. I mean, what are the possibilities of that actually happening, though? It happens every once in a while. But like fifty-fifty, like. No, that's... it's like forty-nine point eight versus like forty-nine point nine or something. Oh, that's. Then you know what? Then forty-nine point eight lost. Those actually don't <laughs> also add up to a hundred percent most of the time, too. Like I think they yeah. they inked yeah. an entire stage and it didn't add up to a hundred. Hmm. Weird. You're what? right. I don't know what points. <laughs> I don't know what terrain they don't count. Or they count all the terrain, even the uninkable stuff. But oh, yeah, yes. if you steamroll the team, drive them all the way back to their base, you'll get I think like eighty something percent, no matter what. No higher than that, really. Hmm. So yeah. paint your base or don't paint your base. Yeah, forget about it. Paint your base. Paint your base later. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> I just do it because it's the thing to do. It's like yep, starting up. Yeah, <laughs> charge your super. <laughs> charge your super. Yeah, there you go. No, I mean usually it's charged to the center and then go back and paint your base later when you get you know shot in the face. With yeah. That. Okay. My thing was run into the enemy's base while they're not seeing me and then wait for them to yes. see me and then just lead them in circles while my team does everything else. <laughs> Kite the opposition. Yeah. Well, except for the last time we played, then it was find out where Finch is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm burden no one else is. I don't want anyone to find me. <laughs> we talk about the Mebos for a bit. The Mooblies. Yeah. 
which yeah. Joe Shanley the... wrote Amiibo is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, quick quick Amiibo rundown with this, because you, you get challenges for the single player, which is the like the little single player expansion that we were hoping for before. Kind of. But yeah. and that's how you unlock the uh, extra armor that's a little that was a little overpowered at the beginning and also looks like terrible ugly ass armor yeah you also get like a schoolgirl uniform which is cool <laughs> it's yeah. like i want to wear that one that's and then for my character <laughs> <laughs> and then that's also how you unlock the um the other games that they give you while you're waiting for a match to start yeah. the other nes oh games. yeah we didn't talk about those the little no. nes games and those are great so there's the main one there's the original one you get where you're the squid just jumping up which could have been an nes game it's really fun to play yeah, it's kind of like it's, a like ice climber almost. I was gonna say, yeah, it reminds me a yeah. lot of ice climber. I think it's a little bit better than ice climber, but it's also I, it like is better than ice climber. Thirty five yeah. years of a difference. Yeah. And there's a racing game. The squid. That I think you got from the boy, the boy amiibo. Okay, I never got that one. No, neither did I. It was hard. Which one had the um the rhythm game? I think it was the squid amiibo. Uh, the... That was impossible i just used that as a sound test i didn't like that it, it like wasn't even game. really like you, you could you could change between difficulties on the fly or just turn it off yeah like it wasn't even really a game it'll it'll keep track of how many times you got the beat the right way but it, it nothing ever happened from it yeah i think it was just hmm. a time killer yeah pretty much so what was the next there was one more wasn't there uh yeah, there was a volleyball game that was fun huh well it's kind of like volleyball I, guess that... I need to unlock these yeah, yeah good. it's kind of annoying to unlock them though because you have to beat the levels with some kind of restraint like you have to beat them like in a certain amount of time with a certain amount of ink yeah yeah the, the ones where you have limited ink are really difficult yeah aside from those they're all pretty pretty uh decent because i think the boy and the girl you just have to run through the challenges with a specific weapon that you normally wouldn't have yeah. in single player mode but then this when you get to the squid it's most of them are uh, most of them are the time attack levels where you are always the Kraken, which those are fun. Mm. Yeah. But then you have the ones where you have limited ink, and on the level, say, like the one with invisible platforms, it's not even fun. It gets difficult, yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets irritating. And then you can't also have the Squid Amiibo unless you get the full set, which was really hard to get for a while. I got it from Japan. Oh, man. Oh, no. Yeah, when it, when the amiibos were like hard to find in the U.S., I'd always just like go on Amazon Japan, and they they would sell it really fast too, because you know everyone in the U.S. would be doing that too. Mm-hmm. Probably flub with their sales numbers a little bit. You know, they'd sell yeah. out in Japan, but then it's like, oh, it's because they're all being shipped overseas by uh, what's that? That TMS. Oh yeah, by I don't remember the service I used, but now you don't even have to worry about it because you can order stuff straight from Amazon Japan now. Yep. You know, art books and CDs and amiibo. But then you also don't have to worry about Splatoon ami- Amiibo anymore either because they got a second run with a color variant. Yep. That's, I think, the first ones that they that had a, a separate set just for that, like just to have a color variant. Well, I, I guess, uh, yeah. aside from Silver and Gold Mario, but yeah. those are yeah. dumb. I didn't, get, I didn't get those. Those are horrible. Yeah, yeah those are stupid. Those are the worst. But <laughs> Those don't count. Splatoon color variants are kind of cool, but I didn't yeah. get them. They don't do any, saw... anything different at all. I saw them marked down in Target, but I was like, nah, I don't need that. <laughs> well, did you get the Cali and Maori ones? Yeah, I got those. Of course I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think... I... No, I got those from Best Buy. I didn't get those from Japan. But those, at least, they let you relive the memories of Splatfest. Yeah. I guess that's true. They'll reskin, <laughs> they'll reskin and reactivate the Splatfest state in the in the square, but then then you can't do it's anything at real. it. Yeah, it's sad. 
It's making me cry right now. Doesn't it change the lobby, <laughs> the um, town square song to be like one of the songs that they did in their live concert? Well, yeah. it, it it does that, but and everybody's changed into uh, Callie and Mari um, Splatfest shirts too. Oh, that's yeah. cool. But you can't do anything. It just you wander around, and when you try to do something, it just transports you back to where it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. So in Tokyo Mirage Sessions. <laughs> I don't think this is actually a reference to Splatoon. I think it's just a kind of a um, coincidence. But there was like, so in Tokyo Mirage Sessions, like a lot of the special attacks are like songs. Like the character will start singing, and one of them, two of the characters dress up like what looks like they're dressing up like is Callie and Marie. I think it's just supposed to be some like J- random J-pop idols, but it really does look like Callie and Marie. And it starts off going dun dun dun. Dun 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 dun. Huh. You are now making me want to go back and finish that game. Oh, you should. Because we'll make a podcast on it. So, I'm going to go to the 
so does anyone else have anything to say about Splatoon? It's a fantastic game. Mm, Nerf Dynamo Roller. <laughs> I say I'm going to be really sad when those servers go down. But yeah, the memory of Splatoon will stay with me forever. Yeah, even if I, even I don't even if I'm not playing it when those go down, I'll be sad. I'm like, no. See, I think the group of us are going to be like those guys that were on Halo 2 until uh, Xbox Live on the original Xbox was going down. We'll be sitting there. Mario Kart 7 on DS, people playing until they finally shut down uh, those servers. That was me I on mean, Dreamcast uh, with Fantasy Star Online. Oh. Sad. Oh, that'll be the end times. Yeah, I'll just like skip work and play Splatoon until the end of time. <laughs> Some kind of weird dark Splatoon something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I think we are done with Splatoon now. Yeah, well here's hoping for the uh the sequel being an NX launch title. Yeah. That would be great. I was kinda of felt bad storms. about not knowing anything about the NX, but so I decided to look it up a little bit and does anybody know anything about the NX? No. 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 Okay. Not really. Everyone speculates about it, but no one knows anything. But all I know is if there's a sequel to Splatoon or even a port of Splatoon on this thing, I will buy two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. This is one of this is one of those games I did not expect to be as big as it was, but I am so happy that it was. Yeah. Definitely. How often do you have that nowadays? Yeah. yeah. Like Jet Guy Radio. No, that game bombed. Still liked it. Yeah. Still loved it. Yeah. But this one actually did well. It deserved it, and it did it. And, I, and again, I don't even think the developers thought it was going to be as, as uh, popular as it was. I hope they got raises. I don't know if that's how it works at, at Nintendo. <laughs> all right, all right. I hope they got to go home for the weekend. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> hope they got a day off out of like five months of work. I hope they could sleep in a bed. They, they just came. They just came to their desk and they had a can of Coke waiting for them, <laughs> and, a, and a post-it note that said "good." <laughs> they didn't put them in the Wario box. <laughs> That's the cardboard box where they play the Wario laugh. I hear. It's <laughs> oh, the one all the people on Codename Steam got. <laughs> and on Metroid Prime Hunters, or no, what's the new one? Uh, Federation Better, Force. Yeah, is that game which, good? Oh yes, it is. It's a good do you game. Have it, I do have it. Oh, I want to. I want to buy it soon. If, any, if anyone buys it, let me know because we'll play it. We need. It's a lot better <laughs> nice. when you're playing with people, like Zelda Triforce Heroes, which is another game that no one bought. Aww. You know what? I just started playing. Not, not to derail this podcast, but I just started playing that like two weeks ago, and I've been loving it. Yeah, it's like, cool. It's, it is the worst single player game I think I've ever oh, it's played. Terrible it's... single player. But multiplayer is fantastic. Yeah, we need to we need to set up a game with it. We do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have uh, I have um, Triforce Heroes, <gasps> and I will I will also buy Metroid because I just I do everything on 3ds now. Oh. Uh-huh. Nice. You know that's been the only thing I've been playing the last two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in love with it. Take that, guys who say that the 3ds are dead that we were talking <laughs> about earlier. 3ds lives forever. Is Triforce Heroes the the um, Hyrule Warriors one on 3ds, or is that something totally different? No. no. That's a three. It's like a three-player. It's like um. What's Triforce Heroes? It's like it's like four, four swords. swords adventures, yeah. but three swords adventures. They made a new one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really, really wacky, and it has amazing music that no one will wacky. ever hear. Ah. Uh, when did they do this? <laughs> I feel like an idiot. Uh, it came out l- last year. 
Yeah, it was last year. Whoa. Like October of last year? I haven't played a Zelda game since, if you count Hyrule Warriors. Before that, it was like Zelda 64. Really? Well, no, it was the um, tutorial of Twilight Princess. I didn't get past the tutorial. Play the 3DS Zelda games. Those are, those are the ones. Those are good. Those are All right. Good. For some reason, I think you would really like Nightmare Bruce. I think you would really like Wind Waker. Wind Waker? Uh, I think, I think yeah, you would appreciate that game. I really like the design of it, that's for sure. Yeah. I, a lot of those kind of things, the first-party GameCube games, they just they don't age. Yeah, that, oh, that one yeah. especially. That one like feels better now than it did when it came out. Yeah, that Mario Sunshine still looks awesome. Uh, I always thought, I don't know if other people shared the opinion, but Luigi's Mansion looks really, really oh, good even it. now. It's gorgeous. I mean, and that game's 15 years old at this point. Yeah. The, and it's amazing how well that game looks. The difference is that Nintendo knows what its hardware can do and it doesn't try to do too much. Like, yeah. they, they work yeah. with what they have, and so it's perfect. Okay, for a long time, like the Wii U was still the best looking stuff on the market even after PS4 and Xbox 3 or Xbox One came out. Yeah. Because good art direction. Good art yeah. direction goes for miles. Yeah, exactly. That's why Jet Set Radio still looks great after all these oh, years. Oh, yeah. And yeah. personally, I still think it looks the best, but don't tell anyone. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll think I'm a Nintendo fanboy, which I am. Yeah. <laughs> But for the next podcast, I'm going to be moving away from Nintendo, finally. We're going to be going a Kawazi, I don't know how to say, Kawa, Kawazui saga to a frontier. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. And so I guess we'll uh, sign out. Why don't you go first, Jeremy? Uh, uh... Like and subscribe. Yeah, just find, where can we find you on the internet? You have a really oh. cool blog. I advertise that. Dude, thank you so much. I did yeah. not know anyone read it. Oh uh, my gosh. No, Ribbon Black is fantastic. Oh, are you, you shouldn't me? Okay. It's no, ribbonblack.com. It's amazing. The word ribbon, the word black, no spaces in between them, obviously, because it's the URL.com. And uh, I talk about games and I take photos of games. And I'm on Twitter at. What's my Twitter? It's not Nightmare Bruce. Oh, it's <laughs> just <laughs> underscore awful. And oh, I made it in 2009. That's right. Yeah. That's fantastic. And, look and I post. Black. I appreciate that, man. Did, didn't you do like a Balloon World uh, balloon, cartridge a long time ago? I did a fake Balloon Fight sequel, yeah. It was yeah, like that was... proposed as a four-player multi-tap Balloon Fight game. Yeah, that was like the first thing I think I ever saw of yours. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Oh, that's I actually. Yeah, your blog is fantastic. Everyone should look at that. Thanks, man. I actually didn't think that I wasn't crazy about that balloon fight thing, and then a guy from Way Forward contacted me, and I ended up actually getting a couple gigs out of it just because he liked yeah. that. So, awesome. oh wow, neato. Yeah, you, you should look at his work on it. You have a lot of work on Ribbon Black too. You should look at that stuff. Yeah, it's pretty much just Twitter and the Ribbon Black blog is that I use nowadays, and I'm about to gear up for a month of uh halloween posts where i just take games that are horror or sort of horror and write about them and take really stupid photos of them like horror photos of a game cartridge you'd have to see it it's it, it's good trust me <laughs> oh, wasn't that, nice. I'm imagining yeah, that scary one the uninvited 
Oh like yeah, the cover was torn up. Yeah, I ripped the label off of it when I was about ten years old because it was too scary to look at. Like I didn't want to be in the same room with <laughs> oh. that cartridge. I did. I read that blog. That was that was great. Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize that was you. Can can, can yeah. you just sp- spell that first word again? Because I have I, I I couldn't I I couldn't I'm looking for it right now. And if I can't if I can't find it, I'm worried other people wouldn't be able to. Oh, the blog. Yeah, it is uh, ribbon r i b b o n black colorblack.com rad yeah uh, at least for the next five days I need to renew that domain name actually oh do it it's <laughs> amazing do it so everyone can see it still so I don't lose it you got it dude the podcast amendments needed yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll list that on the um, when I post this too alright so who wants to go next Gene why don't you go next sure uh, I'm Gein. I'm really just on Twitter these days at Gein82. Uh, that's G-E-E-N 82. Um, I have a Tumblr, but I really don't use it. It's Gein82.tumblr.com. I should get back to that, though. And, um, yeah, hopefully I'll be doing something exciting with the new podcast pretty oh, yeah. soon. So, yeah. to that. Are you doing yeah, a new so. podcast? Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, and start something new. Um, and just see where it leads oh, cool. so yeah so I'm, look, I'm looking forward to getting that off the ground it's a podcast that have spun off the wonder dudes <laughs> man it's like so so this is kind of like this is almost like wings <laughs> or one of you is like wings and one of you is 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 uh is like uh or hold on or can one of you be like uh what, what's that that super band that lennon was in oh man this is a whole nother like uh, fan fiction universe in my head. I've got to develop now. Mm. I was gonna say that Wonder Dudes is all in the family, and uh, Finch LSP <laughs> is like the Jeffersons. I think that works pretty good. <laughs> all right, and we have our regular so far, Joe Shanley. Right. Call me. Yeah. He's been on all three episodes. I, I am an evergreen guest. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Hopefully, an entertaining one. Yeah. So well, that's, yeah, Dean insisted that I have you back on this one. I was so happy to hear that you're going to be back again. <laughs> well, see, it's actually nice to be able to talk to Dean with with voices and not uh, internet talks, and like you know, tappity taps on the keyboards and all that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've only been interacting for what, like, fifteen years on TNL. Something like that. Yeah. It's about wow. it. <laughs> It's about all that is, you know. It's oh, like you know, yeah, you know, give or take. Yeah, we have message boards in high school, going to uh, you know a, a meet up every now and again, and Facebook talks and all. But that's about you know that's all. Fifteen, fifteen years. It's not not half my life or anything. No, no, not at all. <laughs> no. Dropping a pail. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's been half, nearly half my life. <laughs> Guys, we're old. Two thousand. No, we're not. We're old like cuttlefish. We're kids. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> You're above okay. the age of eighteen, so you don't matter. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, uh, <laughs> plug stuff. I, I go by uh, Chow of Knee online because I am a dork, and that's my that's my Twitter C H A O O F N E E. It's my Twitter. It's my Twitch. I don't do that too often, and I've got a an Instagram that I use a little more often. That's Joe's photos go here, which I had to paste in the chat for this podcast because I always forget what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> that's right I'm going to put a picture of me making a, uh, a Star Trek face in there pretty soon be ready exciting and I'm Finchykins or Finch 
whatever you want to call me. You can find me on Twitter at Finchykins and my site, finchalsp.com. That's it, right? Should I check? No, I, no, I have to check. <laughs> yeah, it's finchalsp.com, right? I think so. I was looking through some of your old blog posts earlier today. Yeah, I need to make some more of those. Uh, finchalsp.com does not work. Whoops. Oh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Maybe you should get that URL. What am I? So you I'm can. Typing in hiragana here. I think you're finchykins.blogspot.com. Oh, that's right. Okay, finchykins.blogspot. That's right, because I did not renew that. Oh. Isn't it like 12 okay. bucks a year? Because I know that I got an yeah. email that says that like on the 31st of this month I lose Riven Black. And it'll yeah. go back to whatever dot blogspot. Yeah, so Finchel, yeah, so it is finchykins.blogspot.com, so I can cut out like the last two minutes of uh-huh. conversation. <laughs> Why don't you reannounce it? All right, so you can find me at finchykins.blogspot.com. Ah! Or at my Twitter at finchykins.com. Ah! It's called brand cohesion. Brand cohesion. I don't think there's a dot .com in there. Oh, wait. <laughs> it's, on it's the, just... on the Twitter at finchykins.com. <laughs> Bitchykins.email.gmail <laughs> at dot com. Come see all the vines we're growing on Finchykins.com dot Twitter slash Instagram. You have some grams that are instant and some <laughs> Just find me on find me on Friendster. Uh, I've got I also got I've got a gopher board up, you know, if you want to if you want to talk on there. Visit me in the sewer. It's cold down here. <laughs> and on ICQ, I am. Yahoo Here's my chat. ICQ number. <laughs> All right. So good night. Hopefully, hopefully there won't be any major news like between the time I edit this and put it up, like last time, <laughs> like every other time. Splatoon sequel. We talking about E3 when it's released a month after E3. What's going on, Joe? Is there something we, we, being no, we, right we, we, we gotta we gotta sign off properly for this one. All right. You know, so we, we gotta we gotta say what uh what Kali and Mario always say. Oh yeah. Ah. Stay fresh. Stay fresh.
Mizzo, come back to us. <laughs>